Big John, nice to have you back for episode 150 of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Hey, thanks, Jimmy. What do we talk about? Uh, you know, we talked about a little bit about headlights, some fat tire bikes, and, you know, probably a little bit too much about sponsors, but it's all good stuff. We had a lot of sponsor talk, way too much sponsor talk. Yeah. What about Hoosabergs? Good Hoosabergs. Everybody loves a Hoosaberg. I do, at least. And uh, then we talked about the internets, but with that, you're just going to have to listen to this show. Welcome to episode 155 of Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This is the show where myself, Jimmy Lewis, and tonight, back in studio, Big John Perkins. Yeah, look at me. I even showed up for a little you know, guest appearance, helicoptered in. You know. Helicoptered. So the last time you were on Tech Talk Taco Tuesday was uh, show 100? Was it 100 or? I think it was earlier than that. It was show 50. I don't think we ever got into the triple digits with me. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he got a job. He got more important than this dirt bike stuff. It's not nearly as fun. Oh, yeah. You're right. It isn't as fun. Not a fan. Not a fan. Really. This is the show we answer your motorcycle and motorcycle product related questions. I think it's the best show that's on right now that I'm the host of. How's that? At, at this moment right now, I, there's, you know, there's really no, no competition. No competition. Really. Yeah. But what about a better rider? Uh, that I'm the host of right now. That means like right now. We'll pay attention now. to the details. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in the details here. Mm. So if we have our, we're running our Instagram live. Which, which I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to hustle the old better rider podcast, but that is a fantastic Fantastic oh. podcast. I Thank do. you. We we need to do some more episodes. We, we do. We need what more was episodes. the best episode? What was your favorite episode of Better Rider? It had to be Matt's. No. I, I liked listening oh, to Matt. Oh, come on. I really did. Really? What no about, one likes listening to me. He's my friend. What about Crazy Nate? Crazy Nate's was fantastic. Nate's yeah. was my favorite. Not even close. Yeah. I I tr- really tried to get Nate in here for this show uh-huh. for tonight, but it was just it's just too hot. He's not really into the, the traveling out here for that. So yeah, it's sticky and too. Right I'm just now. glad I have I'm glad I have one fan of my show. Yeah. One yeah, are you as are you a fan? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh a fan of your episode. Of my episode, yeah. yeah. yeah, uh, yeah no, right. I'm just I'm just a, a general Matt fan. Well, right. Know? Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got you, buddy. You so know, yeah. We we will get to talking about motorcycles. We're just trying to do some uh house cleaning. Janie says my ex bartender she quit. So things have changed. A lot of things have changed, John, since yeah. uh, you used to come in to uh, to do the show in a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. We, we started out at Romero's Mexican yeah. restaurant. Remember that? We did have our own bartender then as well. Did, have you sat in this studio, in this one? Well, or, yeah. Well, or, not, or, since, not it, since we've gotten the backdrop. You were then. over on the, the, the two TV set. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Classic, yeah. If you're wondering what we're talking about, you can go back and look and see how horrible this show really was. And you don't have to go back that far. I mean, Matt says it got better at episode 100. Not really sure why he thinks that. It got better. Uh, right about 15, it, it picked up a lot. I mean, right. probably a 60% increase in, in radness. I, is that when that was your first appearance? Episode 15? Uh, I was here for like five. Five, yeah. Maybe, you know, but, you know. In the first ones, I was just sitting there babbling to myself, which is kind of like a normal occurrence. Yeah, those were always fun because you try and like you, you inject little words here, and Jimmy would just like, yeah, you know, It'd square you up there. Try to yeah, try to carry the yeah. show, try to make it interesting. That's okay. You yeah, know, I think tonight's gonna be our best show. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Thank John, you, you want to gamble on this? Oh, I'm I'm pretty pretty confident. Okay, here, that's right? why I brought out the good stuff. Okay. Hey, you know what, George George. George, you know, he's one of our top fans, our favorite fans. He can't uh, be there 
for us right now because he's on a cruise ship in Alaska. Oh, he, come on. He did. He called me. He called me and said, hey, I'm not going to be able to make it. He was worried about it. And I said, oh, don't worry, George. We've got. Um, George we, is always doing something we, fun. We thought we'd, we thought we'd do it right tonight. Oh. And uh, so loud. So we always have a little tequila on the show, or at least I do. Uh, tonight's tequila will be Clase Azul Ultra Anejo. Yeah, that for for all you, uh, yeah, the guys on the um, Instagrams, you might want to look at that. <laughs> yeah, it's in a case. It should probably have a lock on it. It's pretty nice. Uh, I heard pretty, that's the Costco one, though. Yeah, there's a lot of people that. Oh, you heard that's a no. Don't believe anything <laughs> that George tells you about this. No. It, Wrong again, Matt. It's it's locked. I thought it was Kirkland. No, that's that's what he tries to tell you, but it's not. Uh, I weigh it every I weigh it every few days just to make sure it hasn't nothing's really happened. Make sure it's not full of water. Okay, so we have we this show would not be possible with the help of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. John, you want to read our sponsors, and I'll tell you something about almost every single one of them. My sponsor guy today. Yeah, it started right at the top. That's, oh, we can do this. Let's see. Oh, we've got nothing nothing better than the Yamaha. I've disappeared. There Yamaha, go, Yamaha had Yamaha. Uh, you had a T7. I've had a lot of Yamahas, but I did have a T7. I have a T7 ago. now. We should talk about that. Okay. That is a fantastic motor. All right. Okay. It did everything yeah. right, whether you say so or not. <laughs> uh, Taco Moto, which I just actually, believe it or not, visited their website for the first time in my life. TacoMoto.co, that is. That's TacoMoto. Yep. They're the sponsor yep. of Rooster Endo. Another thing you've not participated in. No, this show. Not yet. Not yet. But I, I, I'm, we're getting there. We're getting there. We got time. But I, I was pleasantly happy with that. I, and I do have some questions about there. They, they got some stuff. They have a that, lot that of that stuff my, for you. My Husqvarna hey, probably needs, but doesn't. Right. If you submitted, if you submitted a video, or not a video, a picture of your bike, and you told us you're making model, and then. What we do is we tell you if your bike roosts or endos. Well, you see, so see, I've been I've been contemplating this for the last probably hundred episodes uh-huh. of, of adding one one of my motorcycles oh, yeah. rooster endo, <laughs> but it, it just feels unfair because at that point it would oh. dethrone the five seventy, uh, and then we would have issues as friends. You can't even on the the, the Husaberg five seventy is for if you're looking at this on the on the YouTube's or the Facebooks and watching the video and you see the the length of of radness that the Husaberg five seventy is. Hold on, does anybody need a bell? By the way, radness. Did you did you invent? I, I used that word earlier. Yeah, Bob, you want a bell? Here, let me toss it to you. Try not to break anything. There we go. Good. We will talk about Husaberg 570 tonight. Okay, our next but, sponsor. But you can you can actually see that there's quite a bit of room there. Not not for, not by the way that Matt has the camera well, angle well, tonight. Uh, uh, if we to get her up us? there, you can see it. Right we're there, trying actually. to fix this. Yes. Yeah. That's, there's enough room there for at least three of my motorcycles. Oh, between and, the, the big gap between well, the once, end of well, once we move the Berg back a little bit, <laughs> there'll be enough room on the end of the stick for me. Well, yeah. So if you're wondering what we're talking about, see this this thing up there. That's our Rooster Endo bikes. They're all around the side of the studio, and they're up on the corner there. That that if you're looking at this right now, and I put my finger on here, and I point at the regular bikes, and then I point off to the side, like way off to the side. That's where the the Husaberg 570 is. If you're if you're just <laughs> curious. Okay. So next sponsor. Uh, for long uh, we got scott sports <laughs> scott sports fantastic yeah fine I, I went riding last night yesterday late afternoon into the night because it did rain out here uh, uh i would have gone but i was you're busy i was working yeah. okay yeah that's 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 good some people have to work but my scott goggles 
not only were because it was it was it was steamy. It was a little bit there was a little bit of moisture in the air and in the ground, but light sensitive transition lenses, so I could ride when the sun was setting and oh. it got dark and I didn't have to go get another lens or anything. I was pretty stoked. Okay. Yep. So you know, I don't have any of those, but <clears throat> just saying. All right. Uh, what else we got in here? Climb. Oh Lord, climb is. Hey Nicholas Kanjura. Yeah, climb. I wear climb all the time. I Nicholas see. Kanjura says, "White. What bikes do you ride? How long do you have, Nicholas?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. everything how many motorcycles do you have again jimmy uh we're in the 60s now i i was actually so i, I brought my two children along for the show today that's partially why i don't have any time these days but i just got done telling them that jimmy actually owns more motorcycles than video games give you the option to pick through <laughs> yeah that's the way to put me up in the rafters for the kids there <laughs> like oh man that guy's got cool stuff uh, <laughs> So, Nicholas, let's see. Uh, I rode a Husaberg last night, 570, by the way. Mm -hmm. you, you may not know this, but quite possibly have, for a single-cylinder motorcycle, there's really no power delivery like that. It's massive. It's long. It's torquey. Like, it it, it defines third-gear roll-on, you know, just unbelievable. I've heard I've heard a rumor that it makes certain rally racers a little, little upset. Uh, it makes a lot of people upset because <laughs> they look at this bike and they go, what's that? And then it just walks away from them. So yeah, I rode that last night. I rode a YZ125 last week. I rode a CR, I rode a CR 450 R. I rode the 2023 one last week. Lucky. I'd love to tell you about it, but I'm under embargo. Strictly um, speaking, can't talk about it. Next week though. Next week we can bring tune it up. Tune in. We, we've got some information. We're going to have a video. Coming. We're going to have uh, some mm -hmm. pictures, some words. Yep. I have all the words. They're all in one document. I just have to... Mm -hmm. Get them um, next. Are you, are you ready for me? I think I'm ready. Okay. We, we want to climb. Fantastic technical riding gear. Right. Good stuff. Good stuff. DDC. Our first I sponsor, actually. I've, I've actually got a. Yeah, you got big, a sprocket right juicy there. Look at this thing. Yeah. Nice stainless steel chain wheels. Uh, they last forever. That's all you need to know. DDC. Yeah, but they're not super heavy. So no. You don't, you don't get that like solid steel ring that is super heavy and actually noticeable as unsprung weight down there. Right. But I, I actually run those on my bikes. As I well. run them on all mine. DDCracing.net. I actually pay for my own and I still ride with them. I'm working on getting a discount code, so. but he doesn't have he doesn't have a super big markup on him, so it's it's not it's easy. Hard. Yeah, yeah. No, it's hard. But they're 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 certainly solid there. What else we got here? We got Trail Tech. Oh, nothing but the finest stuff there. Yep. GPS run. units, Voyager, Voyager oh, Pro. Yeah, but they're fans. Oh, the fan kits. Fans are fantastic. Yep. Good for everything, actually. Fast Company, foot pegs, handlebars, beautiful stuff. If I sold... That was a bad I idea. sold a set of mountain bike handlebars for him last week because we were talking about how good the motorcycle handlebars are. Oh, I want some of those. And then, were, last I looked at them, they if were you, still prototype. If you think, if you, they've been around for a while and they're out there. If you think the, the handlebars and the motorcycles, good, try them on the mountain bikes. I have them on my e-bike. I have a giant Trance, which I love. Full cheater e-bike. As you get older, it's, it's probably the better idea. Thank you. But, uh, mm. but uh, the handlebars, Flex Fast Company. That's F-A-S-S-T, -S -S Fast Company. Yeah. Actually, actually nothing. Made, that, that, is, that is the that is the one piece on a motorcycle I will not ride without. Made in the USA. Um, yes. Yeah. And clear yeah. when you pick them up too, and, and realize that they're they're substantial. They're built well. They're they're very nice. Yeah. But what's we got here? Seat concepts. Mm -hmm. Oh, they got. That. I wish I was sitting on a seat concept seat right now. Always. Yeah. That's Always. how that's how good they I are. I think now. we actually have a seat concepts coming up later in the 
Oh, a lot of, so the reason we actually reached out to them, um, besides the fact that I had one of their seats on my 1090 and it was just such a good seat. And I, I've, I've used a lot of different seat companies, seat manufacturers, and the 1090 seat was good. And then, and then Andrew Short gave me a seat for one of my KTM 500s. And it's a, it was a, a suede seat and it was so bitching. And I'm like, I got to reach out to these guys. I got to reach out to these guys. We started doing Rooster Endo. Mm-hmm. Every single bike that was submitted had a seat concept seat. And I'm like, oh, we got to get them to sponsor. It's crazy. Which, uh, which kind of one of my favorite things about the seat, especially so I don't know what the model is for it, but it's got the it, it's narrow at the front where your legs are up by the up by the foot pegs. Yep. But when it gets to the back, it widens out a little bit, but not but not obnoxiously, so you can still ride an aggressive bike, but still have enough seat back there for any type of dual sporting or, or even just a long dirt road that you want to sit down. And on. that's why we need, I keep on reminding, this is why we need to get you in for better rider. Cause you're, you're, you're a plus size dude, a little bit larger than an average person, but you don't do any of this crazy stuff that we find uh, larger riders do. And you know, as well as I do that you cannot grip with your knees. No, no. Cause your knees are in the air. Yeah, yeah, they're they're two inches over the seat. And so you're talking about one of the seat concept seats. They have like their comfort seats that have this. Uh, they're basically made so you can put your butt down on a thicker part in the back, exactly. but your legs can catch it. Uh-huh. And and we were talking about like you know some of the the the, the factory rally bikes that started going what they call goal wings. So it's not it's not so much the comfort to sit down. It's more like a bulge on the side. So when you because you can't get as far forward on the rally bike as you want to because all the instruments and stuff, and you need yeah. to hang on. Yeah, they and also got that. that- crazy big gas tank looking thing up there right it's usually an air box there but same same sort of thing and they they want to they want to grip the motorcycle and right. so this is what some of those comfort seats can which do is, which is also especially important when you're talking about a guy that's going to be on the bike for two weeks right that's you know any anywhere that you're going to save a little bit of energy there you know where you don't have to pinch as hard in some of the sessions that are a little little smoother you know yeah so uh the comfort seat but uh, big John's a big fan. And that was, I, I want to say you had one of those on like your 1190 or the, your... the 1090. I, that's the one I had it. I have that on the 1090. Yeah, that's that, that's that seat. And that's the way they, they build them, especially on the venture bikes. They make them narrow up in the front. So when you're, you're, if you want to put a foot down, that's you can get forward. And it's not this big wide thing that kind of flays your legs out and gets a foot down. So they, they put a lot of effort into their seats. They have a proprietary seat foam. They, they, they know what they're doing. Uh, they have, you know, have a back or a long list right now because it's busy and yeah, stuff but if you have a husky one of those husky 901 nordens they have that stuff in stock right now so if your 901 husky norden is giving you some issues in the butt mm. then uh, they can fix that so check out uh seat concepts for that Ooh, bulletproof designs bulletproof designs thank you i'm wearing their shirt tonight notice that a bulletproof design shirt I mean, that, that that is absolutely about as yeah. as as perfect of a name as you could pick for their stuff it's- they they wanted us to test some of their um parts that i have some experience with some of it but we have some new bikes coming in and so i'm like get me some new stuff so i can bolt it on before anything gets bent or twisted because you know what it's like putting a radiator guard on oh it's, it's when if your bike has a little bit of a bend as soon as it's past day one it's too late right and and the, if you think about it if you just get it when the bike's brand new and slide it right on they fit perfectly and the yeah. bulletproof design ones are so machined and so like meticulously perfect they slide right on when it's new and then if you wait too long and you have to beat it to get on there it never fits as good it, that's, it'll never fit right it'll again. never fit right and it doesn't really do its job 
uh, the same way that it should. And that's especially with like the bulletproof ones because their their billet ones are so thick. Like I, I've had ones in the past, you know, lesser quality ones and cheaper ones. Right. That if the radiator is bent, you can actually bend the guard a little bit to get it to fit, and then then all you have is a bent guard with a bent radiator, and it's it's and it's they, just not quite right, and it's not as beefy because it really only brings you like a uh, like a brace back to the back to the chassis, but it doesn't give you that. Yeah, sometimes they're boxes that go around them and they're they're weird things. These ones are custom fit, they're solid. And you think about it, if you bend your radiator and you say, Well, now I gotta buy a new one, well, and you don't want to bend it again, you're gonna buy a guard anyway. So just save yourself of the hassle of having to buy the second radiator. Just get it when the bike is new. Which get yourself a new guard. They make anytime I've ever tried to sell someone on a piece of protection item. And this is this is outside of the show, this is just talking with buddies trying to sell them on the, stuff, right? That's that's what this whole show is. Yeah. There's, it's no show. It's just talking with buddies. Exactly. So anytime I've ever done that, it's it's less about, hey, save yourself some money now, as much as it is a radiator will end your day. And mm. that sucks. That's that's negative radness. That's a horrible day right there. Yeah. What is what is that cost? Like in your, you know, what, what's your time? Like at that point, what's your time worth and all the other, uh, we were, the we, hassle? So we were just talking about it today and I work a ridiculous amount of hours. Yes. And the one day out of the month that I get to ride, if I wreck a radiator and, and my day is over, that's, you know. <laughs> Snap a chain guide off. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's worth bad. That's worth hundreds of hours for me. You know, right. that's, that's worth way more than the, the $300 for a radiator. That being said, the show is brought to you by Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports, Climb DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company, C Concepts, and Bulletproof Designs. Oh, did you want me to just run through those? I, I just no, got so excited because I yeah. love this, you know. It's because some of the stuff's good stuff. And we don't, we, we I, I really enjoy our sponsor sponsors because I use their stuff. I've used their stuff. Oh, yeah. We reached out to them about, uh, you know, about kind of coming on board and doing some stuff with us. You can also help us if you're at dirtbiketest.com. Click through some of the Amazon links. Click through our link for Rocky Mountain MCA TV. We get a small cut that helps us stay in business. It pays for Matt to stand over there and stare at me like I'm doing something wrong. No, I'm just hey, kind of looking got, over there. If you've got good. input, you know, yeah. just, you just throw it over here. Yeah. If I see it's something it's fly, nice to have a co-host that talks. It's like a real show. It's a it's a it's, it's a real show. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, see, I knew I brought you on for some reason a long time ago. Uh, we're just out here doing our best. Okay, good. We're gonna do our best. So, if you're on the Instagrams and you want to keep watching us, you're gonna have to switch over. Right now, we're live on YouTube and live on Facebook at Dirt Bike Test. If you like what you're hearing, um, man, I didn't see anybody ask any questions. These guys must. I'll stay on for a couple more minutes in case if somebody has. Oh, somebody said they like the bell. They 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 want to hear. Oh, you want to hear more Husterberg stories? Uh, I'll get I'll get all excited. Yeah, there was a guy that's supposed to call in. Mm-hmm. Did you give him the number? I don't. I I couldn't find our communication. It was on oh. one of these things. It might have been on. I don't even know. It was on Instagram or wherever it was. But right. like I DM'd him or he, he, and I said, "Hey, call into the show and try to sell me that bike because he had it for sale." And I was like, call into the show. We'll do the we'll do the negotiation live on the show. Oh, and you could see me like any sponsorship money we've ever had for this show would just go right out the window. <laughs> like I don't care how much money came in; it would all disappear when when that happened. I just saw what we're talking about for our product of the was week. It, I want to say right. years ago, I you found something on Craigslist for that bird, and I had to go pick it up from like North Las Vegas. I had to meet this guy in a back alley and oh. buy like a pipe for this thing. <laughs> Yeah, it was probably a header pipe or yep, thing. Yep. Hey, our product of the day, we're going to talk about this later on tonight at the end of the show. It's Zip Ties Racing. 
um, fuel filter. So it's an inline fuel filter. It's basically kind of like the Golan one. It has a micro filter in here. It clips right into your stock line. Oh, you can basically it's instead instead of that the one that's on the no, one side. Yeah, a little plastic yeah so one. you add an extra filter because and this even has believe it or not, it still has the little stock one in there that fits right in there. Yeah, but now you have a big filter, so you didn't like, know about this. So. It's gold. It doesn't fit this. on your bike. Let's see this. I know it doesn't match on, but <laughs> does that does that come apart? What is it? What is well, it? it unscrews. You can unscrew it and clean the, the. Okay, so you can clean it out. You can lean it out. Okay. Yeah. Plus, it. it has way more volume. So if you ever get some bad gas, if I were racing, like if I were doing racing, like especially with a dry brake, mm -hmm. I would have one of these on there because you know there's always the dirt that's going to get it there and oh. it's going to pass through the other filter and get and yeah, that little one will plug very oh, quickly yeah. oh yeah. even with the dry brake covers yeah. the, those things are always we almost talked good. about it right now i should just keep going with this no run with it i like run it. with it yeah yeah i, I mean but i, but we I was, can, we can just move some stuff around i was gonna do i was gonna actually do research like i should and i was gonna get the price oh yeah tell you tell you where you can get it at zip tie racing.com only if, only if you had a producer with a computer in front of him right so. you could tell us what the price is I didn't know we had a script for this. I, I, was, just, we I was just running with do. it. We do. We're, we're trying to be a little more professional. Oh, okay, You, you see that box in the bottom of the screen? Screen? Oh. It usually has oh. an um counter on it. It, looks, um it, counter. Just, it yeah. just popped up. Well, look at that. I actually haven't really counted many ums tonight. It's because I don't have to I just stall for something to think when Logan is right. like vapor. His the, the vapor in the room just goes down. Logan's answering the phones, by the way. The Oops. phone number to call in to Tech Talk, Taco Tuesday. That's right. We have a hotline. It's yeah. the Hot Seat C Concepts Hot Seat Hotline. The number is 775-318-5515. Okay. Do please call in. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Call in right now. I want somebody from Instagram to call in. 775-318-5515. Logan will screen your call. He may not even say hi. He might just answer the phone and go, sweet. <laughs> or, <laughs> but yeah. he'll get it over yeah. here. That's, yeah. that's all really yeah, he'll transfer the call over. Uh, they they say we've got two ums in the... Well, can I, I just counted one. Can I see that? No, I just said it because I was describing it. Yeah, you can see that. That's a cool thing. So that's our product that we're going to talk about. It comes with the, it comes with a little pinch clamp. That These are hard to get. But you, oh, the little... Oh, those are, yeah. They're hard to get off, too. Yeah, they're super hard to put on, too, if you don't no, you have just, the little... Yeah, the, the, the pliers, the pliers yeah, that are those angled ones that the other the direction. Little, little teeth on it but those don't ever come off yeah so 79 74.99 again we're talking about a product that like how much is your time worth and how sano do you want your bike to be and all that kind of stuff zip tire racing and as, dot a, com. as a guy who's pretty fond of shiny stuff uh-huh uh, they come in all different colors they like come red, in different blue. colors and that's a big deal to me <laughs> yeah you can match your match your bike i could care less what color it is that'll go on my husaberg Yep, Jimmy likes to make fun of me because I'll, I'll show up and I've got all sorts of this shiny stuff on there. Hey, and it's and the, super worth it. The good thing, and I'll tell you this just because I'm bald dude and I know this kind of stuff, is there there is no 90 degree angle in that. So the flow of fuel is not impeded by the 90 degree angle because I've heard through the internet that that can be a big problem. I like the <laughs> I like the volume idea. That's yeah. Yeah, that's it's, big. it's the volume of the of the filter. So. All good. Uh, we usually like to jump straight into the other uh, questions, but um, okay. So nobody from Instagram's called us yet, as far as we know. As far you, as we know, you oh. think? Do your kids know how to dial the phone? We, not a chance. I wonder if my wife would actually call into this show. We actually have a, a question. She probably wants to talk to me. Well, okay. Black. Okay. You so you you say his name and you read the question. Oh, I, I've I've claimed it. Yeah. Okay. Dave Black says. 
I'm looking to have some spare parts for an upcoming rally or rallies for my FE501. One, what would you suggest I put in my box? Two, I'm considering another fuel pump, but OEM ones are about $450. Any experience with aftermarket like Quantum? Yes, I do have aftermarket fuel pump experience. And from what I can tell, if you're hard on fuel pumps, <laughs> you will be hard on fuel pumps. So it doesn't matter the brand. Uh, and if it's a, it's kind of, if it's kind of a name brand, Quantum, All Balls, there's a couple other companies. Uh, Takomoto, by the way, you can go to takomoto.co. They have a few different ones there. These are all brands that you can trust. I would suggest that they're just as reliable or very similar to stock. Really? You're, yeah. It's, I have not noticed one way or the other. It's the same thing with like wheel bearings, for instance, or swing arm bearings and stuff. If you're hard on swing arm bearings, you're probably going to get the same amount of time. And it seems like the first one always lasts a little bit longer than the subsequent ones, like mm -hmm. the ones that you replace. But I, I don't know. I don't know exactly why. But in all the years of all the bikes, all the stuff, and I've used all these different brands, it's more on did you install it correctly? Did you maintain it correctly? You, you know, was it was it put in there properly? If it's a, some weird thing, if you're getting it on Amazon for some crazy uh. price... That's like, oh, that's a really good price. That's too good to be true. <laughs> it might be. And the other thing I've seen, and some of the ones that aren't model specific, is I've seen ones that actually don't have any filters in them. You know, so there's oh. like, they're just, it's just, oh, a, it's uh, literally uh, just a fuel pump. Just a pumper. Yeah. It's, you know, they somehow they figured out how to, it has the, the fitting that goes in the gas tank and then it's a fuel pump and some hoses that like, really, you know, there's no filter actually built into the, to the I, thing. If, if you go to Amazon looking for motorcycle parts, you, you've yeah. done wrong off the bat. Right. Well, so we we're testing a pipe on a CRF 230, an Amazon pipe. Dude, it was, it was a. It was like kind of, kind of like exactly like a pro circuit, except for the parts that were made out of plastic on a muffler. The thing is, though, that's that's not mechanical. That's it's a piece of pipe. So <laughs> if it's a well, you know what I'm saying though. What I'm getting at is, if it's a lower quality pipe, so maybe your 230 gets hot enough to melt it, or if it falls over while it's hot, it'll dent very easily because it's made out of O2 thin and it's you know Chinese and <laughs> pipe of stuff like. But, this, but but as far as as far as functionality goes, as dampening the noise of a you know straight piped motor, yeah, they didn't care about any of this. Th that's but we so we got it. Here's the interesting. So we got it, and they said, okay, we put it on, just wrote it like a stock. It was a big old bazooka muffler, like oh, literally with a plastic sweet. ends cap on it. But I noticed when I saw it, I'm like, <laughs> this thing's a knockoff of a pro circuit. So I went and got a pro circuit that I had, and I pulled the quiet insert out, and I put it in there. And I think I left, I said, I want to see how this plastic end thing ends up. Holds up. Because with the just the blow-through one, there's really, it's not any restriction or no heat. So now I've added this thing, and I'm going to see what it does. But performance-wise, it was just like, they just made it fit. There was It was no tuned length. But on that bike, does it really matter? No. And and there's a lot of people looking at it. But I, I don't want to come on here and just say, oh, it's all crap. I want to try it and see. So I tried it. And how do I know about these fuel pumps that... That don't have filters or are just wrong. I see it and I go, well, I'm going to try it. And that's I, in, in like, you know, I'm, I'm all for picking and choosing things that, to try out, but there's things like, like a, like a Chinese shark fin. 
Okay, I might try that. You know, that's that's not going to end my day if it doesn't work out to you, you know, if it, if it isn't worth anything and it doesn't work out that well, it's not going to wreck my day or wreck my bike or anything like that. But when you start talking about fuel pumps that don't have filters in them and, you know, uh let's just say a $6 set of wheel bearings, you know, <laughs> Yeah, it's well, things it, it, like it, things like that. Or like, we luckily we have multiple bikes here. We have bikes that that can be yeah. ridden close by yeah. if they break. It's no big deal. Or you're just gonna you're you're literally a lot of our bikes are rental bikes, and we always have a backup bike ready to go. So you know we can and it's we're not testing anything that's gonna break and cause problems. It's just stuff that like okay yeah look at, <laughs> look at that muffler's falling off. Okay yeah. stop. Let's get another which, bike. Which there is one thing that I'm a big fan of, and it's 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 the general Facebook groups that, you know, motorcycle Facebook groups that ask ridiculous questions sometimes, right? Never seen that before. Did I, really, I'm, uh, I'm sure you have A ridiculous this. question on Facebook. This is, this is like the internet, right? <laughs> and one of the biggest things I've seen probably 20 times in different posts are people that they need to rebuild either the caliper or the master cylinder in their brake system. And they immediately go to, hey, I found this $20 brand new Chinese Master cylinder, do you guys think it's okay? <laughs> do you, okay, do you guys? And, and, the well, they're just group. asking the world. Right, okay. Because yeah, okay. that's where you get your professional opinions. Right. But this, by the way, this is live on Facebook and YouTube, if you're wondering. We're broadcasting live to a Facebook group oh, right, right now. Nice, yeah, nice. To, to a Facebook group that, that's looking for some Not information. Not talking about you guys at all. I know, neither was I. But that's like, that's a problem to test. Because if your $20 master cylinder doesn't work on the front tire... Or say it starts working too good at <laughs> seventy miles an hour, you, that those are huge problems. That those are problems that like hurt people. You know, anything, anything, anything from the neck of the motorcycle forward uh-huh. are well, things you want to keep up to date with and not try really, really cheap. How, how important? Yeah, exactly. Like how important are your are your brakes? <laughs> Which. You know, so you're, you're 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 going down a long, you know, mountain grade that your over your brakes like finally overheat on. You know, and I just I just rebuilt it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, which uh, you know, and I've said this before in the past is if your rear tire fell off, if the if the axle bolt magically found its way out and it, it crossed up and got stuck in the swing arm and stopped the motorcycle, mm-hmm. you might be good enough to ride out of it. Or you might just end up low siding it, or for the most part, you know, you, like you're, you might crash. You do but a, it's, it's probably yeah. not going to kill you. But if your front tire falls off doing 50 miles an hour down a dirt road, or it just like heats up and locks up the, the any, brake, any, yeah, anything along those are things you just don't want to play with. Those are those are too important to play around with. Agreed. Totally agree. But, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it, it there's it's it's how much is it really worth? You know, that's, that's what it kind of comes down to like doing this thing. Another, another thing that I, that I get asked about and, and we talk about every once in a while is like, people go, well, Hey, there's a lot of knockoff stuff. You know, like, like if you look at, there's certain companies, whether it's, it's, uh, you know, a, a, I'm trying to think of some, some names. I know Rocky Mountain is doing, they have a lot of their Tusk brand uh, stuff. Yep. I'll say it all in Tusk. Tusk is a hundred percent knockoff for a lot of a items, lot of, a lot of stuff, but it's done right. It, yeah. it, I mean, it, it is a knockoff and it's cheaper, but it's still a it, lot it, of their stuff is. Yeah. It looks like they, they really do make sure yeah. that the quality on it is pretty good. And with, uh, you know, there's, but there's certain things that I wouldn't call it complete knockoff. Cause like, for instance, their tires, 
some of the tread patterns look similar and stuff, but some of the things, and like I was actually pretty impressed with some of the tires when I rode them. I was like, wow, these things. Is that, I, I, what is that rear tire? They have a new rear tire that's like a super sticky. They have a gum. Yeah, they have a gummy. Yeah. It's it's kind of like the Shinko. It's very Ibex similar to the Shinko. No, Ibex is the Kenda. Ibex is the Kenda. That's a, that's a yeah. good one. That's a that's a name brand and a, and a good one, just like the Dunlop and all the others. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to like, you know, they have they have their own change. There's other companies like Pit. Pit Posse was a company for a while that was doing a lot of this uh, knockoff stuff. And you'd see a company that makes some high-end stuff and then, and then you start seeing it for sale on Amazon. Like, and you go, that looks exactly like the other one. And yeah, it's knocked off. But at that point, like, okay, what material are they using? You know, if it's a billet aluminum piece, like what material are they using and how do you know that it's, it's really good. And, and if you, if you like this stuff, you, you're buying these things and you're buying the knockoff things. If there isn't the company to develop the one that get knocked off, you don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I hate to see it when I start seeing some companies that, you know, like all of a sudden a lot of their stuff is getting knocked off. It's the same thing like with dealers, you know, guys go in and try six different pairs of boots on in a dealer and then run back to the internet and buy it there. And it's like, do yourself a favor and buy the one that you like at the dealer, at least the first one. And you know, it's at least the real one. Right. Yeah. Cause you never, cause you never know on it. Oh, well, you know, on, if you buy something on eBay, it could very well say CD across it <laughs> and not be. You know, yeah. Maybe. And then, and then can you send it back? And no. who, who knows? I mean, there's all the different, all different things, but yeah, we can get into that. Hey, we have a press desert adventures wants to know. I thought you read it. Okay. 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 So when you, read so it, you claim it. Oh no, 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 no. Rule number one on tech talk taco Tuesday for the co-host is always right. Is when, when, when I, when this, this arm over here oh. starts getting cocked and loaded and ready to do something, which means I'm picking up my drink cup. Okay. And okay. I'm ready to oh, take okay. a sip. I, I just was leading you into the, into the question from I, I, desert adventures. I appreciate okay, the well, lead up. This is actually a great question. The, the lead up was the lead up was it. it I, I, I missed the point, but I'm, I'm Matt, Matt over there. He's doing all this hard work. He highlighted it. He's been patiently sitting. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't throw. I actually can't believe the patience uh, that you've gotten over there. I may or may not have just zoned out for a good portion of that. The the struggling to stay awake. Over what here. were you thinking about? How nice it would be to ride uh, a YZ 125. Oh yeah, I sold my hey, YZ 125. Speaking of that, uh, for motocross riders driven there. to dominate. I just need to get the right one, and then you can read the question because Desert Adventures is probably on the seat of his edge of his seat ready for this thing but he needs to feel out the exhilarating power and pure performance of yamaha two-stroke bikes do you know how see i I caught that matt i caught it yeah yeah we're on on the same wavelength right now it took us 50 episodes to get here but hey you need to visit yamaha motorsports.com to explore what's new for 2022 actually it should we should get reads for 2023 i'll reach out to we'll we'll, we'll get this update because they're going to be coming the revised i'll say it one of these days revised yz125 makes for the perfect step-up machine feature an all-new engine revised six-speed transmission new brakes and suspension settings and i don't care if they think it's a step-up machine i like stepping down down to the YZ125 and stepping up in my fun quotient when I'm out at the track. Matt could probably tell you how fast I was going on that YZ125 at Sandy Valley. So, yeah, as a slightly above average motorcycle rider that owns a YZ125, I am so so I am essentially the same as you, it, minus the part where I was super good at this. Uh-huh. So I'm like a washed up old motorcyclist that was never very good. Mm. So no, I, I, I just I just missed a little bit in the beginning where you were. I heard you were good at wheelies 
episode, what, 33 or something oh, like that, I where can, we talk about wheelies? I can do a wheelie. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. But okay. as as a brisk 260 pounds at six foot five, uh-huh. I love 125s. <laughs> they are so amazing. There's, there's no bike you will ever crawl on, whether it be at a track or your local riding spot or anywhere, that you can actually feel like James Stewart twisting this thing to the <laughs> absolute li- there's you'll never jump on a 450 and, and take it right to the rev limiter and hold it there all day like yeah, no a, rev limiter just over rev yeah a, a 125 you can actually just take it to over rev and feel awesome and then just run it into a corner and, and just whack and it just does it and you go away and you're like oh man that's a that's a feeling that you just don't get that often like, and and for a truly race inspired look, you can look at the Yamaha YZ125 YZ250 Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Editions. And for the next generation of uh, riders, I think you got a couple of them in there. You got to think about the YZ65, YZ85, and YZ85 LW that deliver big bike specs in a smaller package. Again, visit yamahamotorsports.com and enter the victory zone. Okay. Back. So so that that bottom section right there. Uh-huh. With the with the little mini bikes, I, I do have two heathen children. <laughs> if I was to buy a sixty five, mm-hmm. it would be a YZ, hands down. And not just and because of the ad. I mean, it's totally because of no, the no, ad. no, no. It did nothing to do with that because of the sponsor of the show. But that's why the KTM's are nice, mm-hmm. no doubt. You can buy a gas gas a Husqvarna a KTM and whatever other one is under mm-hmm. that branch. But when you're talking about a bike like that. You know, sweet little mini bike, brand new off the showroom floor. I, I don't know what, the, I don't want to quote any prices on it. Yeah. But that one is a whole bunch cheaper for the exact same thing. Right. Like essentially the exact same thing. Yeah. Some racing kids will probably have something to differ, but. I don't have any of those. I just no. have two kids that just want to go ride motors. They want to do burnouts. You know. Hey, you prefer master links that are rivet style or clip style that's oh, the question forgot about that. Dozen I know, adventures. I did, I, i'm really good at changing the flow of the show um I, I personally have never had a master link fall off before i mean i, I assume a rivet one's definitely going to be tougher just because it's it's you know the, the pins are shorter on it so if i was to you know maybe i was going to dakar or something like that where that chain holding together is is you know much more important than my average Sunday ride. I'd probably prefer a rivet, but for almost any other scenario, I don't mind a master link. So if you're never, ever going to have any problems at all and to probably get closer to that, I would say rivet all day. It probably it's, Mm -hmm. that's the way they do it on most of the factory bikes that I've seen. Uh, That's just the most Santa way. You just have to have the right tools to do that. Right. That being said, if you do have some sort of weird chain problem failure and you don't have a master link, it becomes a lot more difficult to fix because <laughs> you can't disconnect the chain. Like you said, you've never had it happen. I've had lots of master link clips fall off, but believe it or not, I've never had the link come apart. Come apart. I've yeah. caught it. You know, somehow I've looked at it and 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 noticed it, and it came off because usually I bent a chain guide and or the chain block was so worn or yeah. you know I've worn. I've worn the clips clip down so yeah, yeah so feather thin, but they're still there, kind of doing their job. So th- I, I would say that you know the tip top way to do it is 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 to do the rivets. But um, if a properly maintained and it's just something you check every once in a while, yeah. uh, master link clip, you're going to be fine. I mean, you think about the thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there riding with master links and have not had a problem. It's not that it's 
I think you're focusing on something that's not that big of an issue. That's 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 what I'm saying. As far as the river goes, it's more of a a, a convenience thing for me. If I if I have to take it off or anything like that, like I don't want to be dealing with a correct a permanently made chain. I think we have a question from Ethan Miller. Oh man, yeah, let's, let's slow down. Bad, there bad producing. Bad producing. So are you? Is it, do I jump hold on, hold on, on let me one? let me cue you. Okay, go. Okay, ahead. okay. Here's your cue. Ethan Ethan Miller <laughs> asks, "Hey, I have a CRF 450 RL, great bike. I'm trying to set the sag on on dirt bike test review of the bike. You guys said 110 to 105 millimeter sag was the sweet spot. I have preload fully in, and the best I can get is 118 millimeters. I'm 170 pounds geared up. Any suggestions?" I was first, so when he when he just started doing that, I just go, you're fat. I'm mean, sorry, did I say that out loud? That's what I was going to say. But he just said he's 170 pounds, and I'm like, no way. Nice. So I'm, <laughs> you're doing something wrong, Ethan. <laughs> no. Something with the measuring, I would get. I don't understand yeah. the fully preload, or the preload fully in. I mean, is the collar at the end of the, at the end of the threads? Uh, yeah, I hope that, I hope that, okay, uh, Jason Abbott would know. Actually, Jason Abbott was in charge of that press center that we went to where, man, mm-hmm. it was so awesome because there was another guy there that thought he knew how to wheelie, but he wheelied into a pack of riders. It's on, it's on, it was the most viewed video from that intro. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, he, he was, that? He, he's, he's what they call an influencer. He was an influencer. Oh, at, I remember that. I remember intro, talking about that. At the intro we were at? Yeah, I was getting yeah. in a car to go home because we were on the first wave of journalists and he was evidently on the second wave of journalists. Uh-huh. And this 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 guy decided to check the power, like kind of on wet grass, leaving the semi-truck where they had all the bikes stored as he transitioned onto pavement. And he he gave it a couple whiskey throttles while he was sitting kind of mid to back seat. You've seen this kind of person before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid, mid to back seat, pretty much out of balance. And and he finally decided, oh, yeah, this thing's – oh, yeah. And he was going to test the power, and he kind of got it. And he fell back, couldn't let go of the throttle. But right about the same time, he kind of hit the pavement, so it grabbed a little bit extra traction mm-hmm. while he was leaning. And it just – the bike just shot into – and it did what four fifties do best, and pack it chug a lug lugged its way right through a bunch of people. Oh, it it launched it. Right. He, it was it was it was horrifying. I thought we were going to go see broken legs and blood, and I it, it would scare the crap out of me. But uh, he was an influencer, so it's okay. So I'm still confused. What was your intro? Did the, was this have Sierra four fifty L? Oh, the L. Honda Sierra four fifty L. It was, was in, in the trees. It was in wa- it was in Washington. Yeah. So Ethan. Uh, Yes, the collar is all the way out of threads. Something's wrong. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Johnny Campbell, yeah. T- he was saying. I think it might be your tape measure. Yeah, uh, there we go. Johnny would know because, yeah, something something's wrong. So, Ethan, let's talk about how you're measuring it, how you're getting your 110. So, the best thing to do is to put the bike on the stand, let the suspension fully extend. Because, hey, a lot of us that do this all the time, we just take it for granted, and he may not know, and there's nothing wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what you have to do is you have to find the 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 how much the swing arm to a fixed point. So I usually use, let's just say we'll use the top of the axle as the, as the measuring point or, you know, the center of the axle, if it's hollow. And I think that one is, you can put your tape measure there. And then I like to measure straight up from there. So make a straight line up to the fender and mark the fender. And then you're going to take that measurement and that's your full extension. Then what you do is have somebody and, and, I like to do it with balancing myself, but everybody's a little bit different. If you can get somebody to balance you while you stand up on the foot pegs or 
And I'm worried about a lot of times having novice riders measure their own sag because they sit too far back on the seat. Mm-hmm. And so it, I'm, it, he didn't really say that his, he was that tall because I've seen tall guys. Like I could see John sitting to test the sag and sitting and you could sit and your butt could almost be touching the rear fender. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And <laughs> that would, but you're yeah. bigger, but even, a, you, you know, if you're a tall lanky guy and you put your weight back there. So the idea is a lot of times they have the rider stand up on the foot peg. So all the weights in a, the same spot every time. And, and so then you measure the distance, then you get balanced, you make sure it's not bouncing up and down. And then you measure the distance down. So I guess, Ethan, I'm hoping that you're, you know, kind of close in the, you know, your method for measuring was proper. I've, I've seen people measure it like at a weird angle and then it never comes out right, but you kind of want to be sort of, you know, perpendicular to the ground. Vertical as possible. And there's plenty of videos, I think on the, on the internet to show how to do it. But I suspect constantly measuring from top top of the axle axle. mark six feet tall and have a friend help measuring. Wow. And did you, is it this bike all stock and you didn't buy it from somebody? Like somebody didn't do some super trick rad mods to it. Lowering links and <laughs> oh yeah, Ethan, Lowering. feel free to call into the show to yeah. talk about this seven seven five three one eight five five one five. Right, yeah, and we can talk about this a little bit more on air. Yeah, don't be afraid. Logan's Logan's anxiously anxiously uh, awaiting to take your call. Well, we can we can get that. Although we can I get that figured out. It sounds like he's in there wrangling kids. Yeah, no, he sounds busy. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's They're probably watching like they watch Barney. The big purple no. dinosaur? Oh, Barney, no. Barney's... They watch cool stuff like motorcycles. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you should be in there watching motorcycle My races. Kids are I, I know we don't talk about racing on the show, but can we talk about how good the motocross race was this past weekend? Yeah, I didn't watch it. Motorcycle races? Yeah. yeah. We don't talk about that. There's yeah. so many other shows that are way better than this where you can talk about racing all the time. But yeah, the racing has been... Fantastic. Yeah, it's been good overall. Uh, uh, I was also stalling uh, to look up something... Does a count as um or it's different? Oh no, it counts. It's it's more just like filler. We should call it, um counter is more catchy than filler words counter. Filler. So, yeah. <laughs> I put one in for Dave myself. Dave Black there. says he can't risk a five thousand dollar investment in getting the to a rally going that too was, cheap. Yeah, that was our fuel fuel pump question. Yeah, glad to see I That's can good. save a little off of OEM and be okay. Yes, thanks, yeah. Dave. That's that is an already expensive sport. That's that's good. Correct. Uh, Barney fell on hard times. Did fall on hard times? Yeah. I like you. Oh, man. You I like me. Barney, that's... <laughs> that's going back there. Yeah. You guys don't know this, but Barney is actually my Huseberg 570. My my unicorn, my my black sheep. Oh, didn't know that. The, the KDX 200. You had... <laughs> it says Barney across the front of it. Right. It is a purple Do, dinosaur. Purple, purple tank. Do you purple still have seat. that? Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm on some Facebook group, speaking of that, that are like the KDX owners or something like that. I don't know oh, how I got... It you going, I don't it? know how I get... Every once in a while, I see a nice cherry one, and I go, ooh, look at that. And I know a guy who's selling a red. I know someone who's selling a red. Like, I want to say it's an 84 KDX 200, the air-cooled one. Oh. It was red. I don't know what they're worth. I don't know what they're going for, but it's a friend of mine and I can probably put you in touch, but, um, I don't really need anything, but I'd love it. Oh yeah. You got a thousand bucks laying around. I could probably make it happen. Probably. Okay. I'll, I'll let her know. Um, I fixed, I got, it was here for a long time. Do you remember seeing it? It was here. I fixed, I did the carburetor and stuff and now it went back down to Arizona and sat for a couple of years. So probably need the same things done to it, but that's a good, good time. Hey Jimmy, what was that? KDX. Didn't you send me something about Christina's or something earlier today? Oh, 
Yes, I did. The fat cat. Yeah, the fat tire. Do you, have, do you have a picture of that? I, I uh, actually have the link for it right here. Let me pull you need this up. To, you need to put oh, the picture show, up on the stream. Show me a fat cat, Christini, if that wouldn't be the coolest bike to ever own. Oh, boy. Here we go. I couldn't imagine how much fun this thing would be. I don't know. You guys need... Have you have you really spent that money, that much time on a fat tired two-wheel vehicle? Yeah. My you, parents actually... My grandparents like, uh, had like a TW200? Okay, so, okay, so you... <laughs> My grandparents actually owned fat, uh, Honda Fat Cats. They really liked them. Yeah, so there's Fat Cat. There's Get that thing up in the picture. Be, I'm working on it. Because John, John... You can't, you can't rush perfection. I have seen this thing. I'm John, has not, John has not seen it before. So oh. Matt's going to scroll it up here and put it up. So we are showing a picture. It's on all Christine's social media stuff. This mm -hmm. is everything wrong about is, motorcycles, friends. I, I have to tell no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this is your Whoa, opinion and your opinion there. is wrong. Yeah, it's a fact is, that your opinion so is take, wrong. So take a, a Honda CR450X, put an all-wheel drive kit on it, and then get big wide forks and a big wide yeah. swing arm and put ATC tires on it. So you know what that, I, I've never ridden that bike. Is that an oil cooler next to the cylinders? Or is that no, an that's, the motor? that's the reg rec re regulator rectifier. Oh, oh they're oh, now fuel injected. Yeah. I'm yeah. tracking. I'm tracking. So it's, it's, uh, it is what it is. I, I, I like the, <laughs> I like how they had to outbound the whole sprocket drive. You absolutely love it is what you're trying to say. No, but more importantly, no. well, I, come on. Okay. So as a big fan of a 125, I know you love your own. Yeah. Okay. I'll go with you. There. What does that thing do best? Makes you smile, right? It's fun. <laughs> you, you, there, at some point, Jimmy, there's there's more to motorcycles than just how good they are. There's, sometimes they just have to be fun. You know? and that I want to know fun. what this thing is going to do better for me. Like what? Nothing. It would go yeah. through the snow. I bet it goes through the snow. Good. Okay, so I rode I rode a fat, tired, Christine all-wheel drive electric mountain bike. Did you did you ride it when we had it here? No. We had I it rode it. Yeah. So... It's amazing the traction that thing gets, where it'll go. You can ride it on snow. You can ride it on sand. Like where everybody else is spinning and slipping, you pedal right up it. Mm. It's it's amazing. And especially with the electric, now it, it doesn't have that pulse when you're pushing on it. It goes in all-wheel drive. You know, if the rear wheel slips, the front wheel grips. That's the Christini slogan. So I could see where that bike could go some pretty amazing places. But having ridden fat two-wheeled vehicles you kind of forget how wide your footprint is yeah. and how often you want a narrower footprint because <laughs> like if when you want to squeeze through two rocks, well, just squeeze through two rocks. But even if you're riding on a trail and there's a rock sticking out and you want to miss it, it's easy to miss it on a normal tire on that thing. You have to hit it and it, it, it deflects or it, it, or it turns really sharp on it. The tires, <laughs> when you when you run low pressure, they hook up and they turn. And then the rear wheel does kind of the same thing. It, it kind of grabs traction. Like if you're, it, if you're if you're spinning on on sand, I, I guess you would learn how to ride it like anything. You would you would learn. But if you're spinning, and I guess that one won't spin that much because it's got so much or tire service, a twelve inch wide tire or whatever. But if your if your back tire is spinning and all of a sudden the side of it kind of catches on a rock, it really hooks oh, up. Cause, yeah, because it's got knobby that roll all the way because that, that thing looked like it had some pretty aggressive. aggressive is Logan knobbies. in there answering calls or is he just fetching squirrels? He's like he's, they, being, he's being attacked. That, so yeah, Popomoto. That's what I'm thinking. Right, sand. Right That's there. Sand. Maybe not sand dunes, but think like Oregon sand dunes where you're riding down the beach. You know, you've got water on one side, you got sand on the other side. It's a little, you know, the, the um, sand's a little wet and you're yeah. just cruising. Or like a... But, but you're, you know, you're a little novice rider, you know, maybe you're not so into the bike moving around a bunch in the sand and that maybe that big fat thing just kind of 
motors through the sand nice and chill, you know? Yeah, it they, uh, would do. It would definitely, it would float on the sand a lot better. I bet, I bet that's a good question for Nate. Would Nate like that thing just cruising down the beach? Yeah, he doesn't uh, do that. Never mind. Yeah, he doesn't cruise. I don't know. So just, he's I'm, got one throttle position. There's an important question, Jimmy, I want to ask you because you talked about how this, that front wheel is just going to grab rocks and it's just going to like right. pull you into them, right? Would you say you need a heavy duty front rotor guard? then on those bikes <laughs> or would you still pass up hey, on it well, no, no now that bike since the tire the tire it's low profile right it, it could throw it back up on the screen right. so everybody yeah. see if you oh the road is already protected it's, no it's, it's almost it's, inside it's, the wheel it's yeah. almost it's probably inside of the wheel yeah, yeah. so yeah. you don't need no no that it, ha, it just, has its own guard yeah another reason not to hit it but i tell you that 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 is an issue on the, on that with that thick of a tire you don't have the ground clearance on your rotor or your uh, rear sprocket Mm. So it, it could be depending on how far it, it can't be that far inbound because I know that the that the the tire can't touch the caliper's not fitting mm. inside the rim. It, it would get good traction, that's so, for sure. So re- regardless, we should um, test one. You may not think it. Looks you very call Steve. Awesome, you know him. You, I've you've been out here when cool. he's been testing stuff before. I don't think I've ever met him actually. I think you no. did. No. I think you were. Oh, maybe it was one of the other kids. Might be one of the other kids because I don't remember meeting him. We, we were we were doing we were doing a whole bunch of ecu swaps on that was on me the, that was me because i i took the bike down to uh uh sema or not sema uh yeah you took it to the sema show sema yeah yeah you took it to the sema show i know there was another kid that was here helping um that w- when we were doing we were doing programming the ecus and it might have been brian it could have been brian i was thinking other kids who come it could have been gabe too yeah brian or gabe or somebody the, the, the other one yeah we were there's another one lots of stuff <laughs> I see that, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Ethan didn't call in, right? Or uh, Logan didn't answer the call? <laughs> I haven't seen anything change on our, on our end over here, so. Hey, I want to give a little quick shout out to my friends at Inside Line Moto down in Orange County. Uh, I ran into uh, Tim at the at Jacob Boggy Bright's uh, Dakar fundraiser. I hadn't seen him for a long time. And uh, they say that, I'm going to apologize right now. They listen to this show while they're working on bikes down there. And I promise you that they don't take any of the advice given out here uh, when they repair your motorcycle. So, because they're probably they, already, because they, they're going to do it the right way. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're really smart guys and they, they've been doing it for a while and they know what they're doing. But uh, I, I always, I always find it interesting when I, you know, hear people are listening and they say, Hey, yeah, we enjoyed the show. We, every once in a while we learn something and it's kind of funny and it's yeah, good and uh that's yeah that's what we're looking for here, and yeah. rusty nails right there he says uh endo he says endo oh it's roosting for me but that's just because it's gonna be picking up so much sand and I throwing it at ro- you i think it's roosting you yeah know? dude it, that thing will not throw a roost really not with all-wheel drive oh is it not gonna grab enough it, it's it, like it's it not gonna spin no. enough the, the minute that rear starts spinning the front starts pulling and they don't they don't throw roost that's what the oh, yeah. the whole thing about that all-wheel drive it's it's pretty amazing hey watch my video on the of the adventure bike all-wheel drive it's got three million views we need to do the follow-up to that we started working on it and then matt broke all the bikes we were using i never got to ride that bike the all-wheel drive adventure yeah, bike. Yeah, I looked at it for a long time in the garage. I, I wanted it. That's a that's a nice chariot. There is something to all-wheel drive. I know Steve's doing real well. They're selling lots of the uh, the all-wheel drive bicycles, the fat tire bicycles. They're still doing a lot of stuff with the military things. It's uh, it's cool to see. I saw that and I'm like, oh, go here we go. <laughs> he, he just he just turned. He just did a hard left on Weird Avenue. I know, but you got to, I mean, as a, as a guy who's trying to run a business, that's yeah. such an awesome pitch. I love that. If you're because gonna, there's yeah. there's people out there that would totally want that, whether it's whether you think it's practical. It's almost or like not. it's almost like a, a Stark. <laughs> <laughs> Did 
Did you guys no, talk about no. those? I, oh I, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it's it's a bit of a reoccurring rant. There's, there's oh, okay. no, there's no, there's. Well, the thing is, he, he didn't he didn't post like crazy ass facts and figures. He just put a picture of this thing and he said they're for sale. And he'll sell a bunch of them. So there's, he will sell you know, them. You know I what? might buy one. You can find this on the internet. There's a guy that did that that has a CR500 that's like that. Really? Yeah, he has a he has a he has an aluminum frame CR500 with those stupid tires on it. Believe it or not, <laughs> nice. About 15 years ago, uh-huh. I was going up to uh I was either going to St. George to ride or or um Mesquite for the motocross track. Right. And there was three of those brand new. They weren't all-wheel drive, but they were same thing. They had UTV they, they, tires. They converted on like real moto bikes yep, yep, into and those they, things. They had like these, you know, uh, box steel swing arms on them with a with a you know extender on the input shaft, so yep. the, the sprocket was way out. Fifteen years ago, I saw it, but there were three of them sitting on a track. I remember stopping and talking to the guy. I and I had another friend show me that you can watch marbles race on Formula One tracks on YouTube. And there's thousands and thousands of viewers. So just no matter what, there's if you I don't care how weird you are, there's some place for you it to exists. go play. It there's, exists. And you know what? There's something too. Like if you're gonna be weird, go all in. No, yeah. like on the air for it. Send. I love yeah. that bike. I think that's a fantastic <laughs> idea. Like, like someone if, wants it. Someone I'm gonna, wants I'm, gonna it. Get, I'm gonna get Steve to call in and defend himself. No, good for Steve. <laughs> I, I think it's awesome yeah. for no, him. I think I think he's gonna sell a bunch of them or at least enough of them to have fun with it. And yeah, they made they made gonna, one and that's enough. You, you're gonna see him out there. And <laughs> one day you're gonna bump into a guy and he's gonna be like, I got oh, one hey, of those. I got a Christine fat tire and I, I love it. I promise you, I would like to try it. I'd literally just like to try yeah. it for a little while and okay. and maybe I'm and I don't know. I'm I'm hey, I might be wrong about the Stark. Maybe I like an eighty horsepower electric motorcycle that charges up that in one hour and runs for six. Make, maybe I maybe make maybe I like this. No shot, but I don't know. Yeah. So no hey, shot. it's about time <clears> for us to take a little bit of a break. Yep. Um, you can go in and spank your kids. See if that quiets them down a little bit. Can you hear them over there? I don't know. I can't hear them. I can't hear them. Okay, good, good, good. I can hear them a little I bit. Can, I mean, I'm, it's a, it's pandemonium going on. <laughs> yeah. I can, hey, you know what? Like Bob that. hasn't fallen asleep yet. That's how disturbing it is yeah. out to the outside world. Wow. They don't listen to me, so it doesn't really matter much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, as long as it's not guns like or kids. Yeah, yeah, any other stuff inside of there. So, okay. Uh, Todd Kelly just sold us Christine, which is really good. So, with that, we're going to. Take a little bit of a break. We'll see you guys on the other side and uh, we'll come back and have a, a rooster endo. Maybe throw that Christini in there just for fun. All right. <laughs> see you in a little bit. Have you ever seen any one of my bikes? They all have flex handlebars on them. What are those, Jimmy? Well, Fast Company, that's www.fastco.com, makes the flex handlebar and it's essentially suspension built into your handlebars. They make bad forks good, they absorb impacts like you wouldn't believe. And they're really tough. And I've been running them for over 20 years, and I don't think I've ever bent a set. And if I have, I forgot about it. It was a long time ago. So these are American-made products, and until you run them, you won't realize how good they are. The reason this works is the flex handlebar is stiff laterally through the steering path, but allows it to be forgiving from the load path without sacrificing control or input. This means it basically dampens the forces that you don't want and it doesn't affect the forces you do want. So it steers properly and takes the pain out of your wrists. So if you're looking for good feel in your handlebars without suffering from catastrophic impacts or complaining that your forks are too harsh, the Flex handlebar is the solution. They make other products like the spoke torque wrench, impact pegs, 
really trick brake clevis and brake spring kits and clicker adjusters. So if you're looking to get some of this stuff, check out www.fastco.com. That's spelled F-A-S-S-T-C-O.com. Remember, two S's in fast. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, all of our Taco Moto Co. branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty. And we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can, sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested and ridden and raced and nose meets the, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. Since 2009, Seat Concepts has been dedicated to making the best aftermarket seats. More comfort, more grip, more riding. For 10 years, we've continued to raise the bar. Innovation and American craftsmanship make Seat Concepts the world-leading manufacturer of power sports seats. And we're back. Oh, live. Hey, support our sponsors. The sponsors, uh, you may think you're getting this show for free, but you're not. You have to, you know, look at the sponsors. But if you're trying to learn about motorcycle and motorcycle-related products, those companies make some good stuff. And uh, so before we get into this, Bruce, because we're waiting on Matt anyways. So I told you I went to Taco Moto first time. Right. Was browsing through there. A, it's kind of cool. They got a lot of uh, like open box stuff that is like super good deals, right? Like deals that like you don't need them, but you should buy them anyways because they're super. Like I bought like three or four things that I was like, I, I don't need this, but for half off, I, I, I'll throw it in my cabinet. Ah, but so they have it was under their lighting section, and they have a headlight for my bike, and I cannot remember the name of it. Saved my life. But so they had like your the Baja Design Squadrons and the Pros and stuff like that. Yes. In the Moto Minded Bezels. Right. Which are you know super, super trick. Nice. Yeah. Really nice. And uh and then they had the a Cherubis one, this the square one. That's a good headlight. Here. That's for the price. That's that's a really good headlight. So that's cra- crazy. But so and then they had a third one, which was this round, almost cyclops style headlight in a moto minded bezel. Uh-huh. Do you know what that is? I think I think it. I can't remember the. It had kind of an off it, off brand it, sounding name, but it sure it wasn't really sure good. it wasn't Cyclops. Uh, I could it could have very maybe well yeah because Cy- Cyclops makes lights and I know because Baja Designs was having a a lot of um, back order and supply chain yeah. issues, tons of them, and so I know Moto Minded actually went and and sourced out some other uh, different um, things. I caught it. 
Yeah, yeah, I heard oh, it. Good I'm like, wait a minute. But yeah, it's this, it's so so. I think they I think they made some for some different brands as well, so they would have them. So that might be what it is. And and once you get into the LEDs, the, you know, it's kind of like power because the because the because the reflectors and stuff are so kind of such a small po- part of it. Back in the really? old days when I was racing Baja, like like, and we're talking back when our wheels were made of stone and stuff. And John was using halogens. <laughs> yeah, we were using halogens. And then, like, I was like an early adapter of these crazy ass HID lights. Yeah. But I would never go double HID because every once in a while you could jar the bike and it would cause a voltage spike or whatever and they would shut off. And I never wanted my lights to shut off. Mm-hmm. At least a halogen, if you stalled the bike, they were, there was, it was like welding and it would take it, a little it, while. You, 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 you would, would know, you would know, hey, I'm losing my lights. I need to pick up a, a getaway yeah. where, where it's like, with the HID, it just stopped. So, but it was, it was so, it's so critical where you put that filament and everything like that. And now with the LEDs getting so much smaller, it's probably even more critical, but it's to the point where it's kind of like, they're so powerful and stuff. It's almost less critical because they, they're just, it seems like, I, I don't, I guess I could equate it to music or something or sound, which I don't really know a whole lot about, but it's like, it's like the, the LED is just cranked to 11 and just blaring mm-hmm. and it's just making noise. It's not like some kind of classic rock thing where where you're listening to all the different notes and it's special. It's just what it, where there, I still still to this day have not ridden a better setup than we had a we had a Super Oscar with a with a, a halogen bulb in it and we had an uh, HID and then later on we actually switched to an LED on this in this setup and spent a lot of time positioning. We're talking about shimming it, you know, like you know a half a millimeter. Mm-hmm. to get the to get the pattern right and then for a while there we we're using the halogen to shoot the pencil and the led to, to the as a spread and then we figured out the led was better at it so we switched them over but it, it's it's crazy when you get into the light but now it's just like most of the time you know you just you're just so much more of it you're now. spreading out you go to the, you go to these night races and and like now district 37 is catching on to what moran's been doing forever mm-hmm. having these night races and night know, races are fun yeah those are some really especially here in southern nevada where it's 110 today yeah you know? it's it's uh it's but, fun but and that's when i'm, I'm glad did, so did you buy this light it's on it's out of order they oh, out of, it's on back order no they're supposed to they're supposed to email me when it's back but i'm, I'm going to buy it because it, it, we can go riding at night it's so fun to ride here at night well, at 10 o'clock at night when you're in your vented gear and it's 85 yeah. degrees out it's yeah. sweet as logan would say Oh, this seems like a really good time. Where would you buy vented gear, Jimmy? Climb. Yeah, <laughs> I've been wearing. I've been wearing. I've been wearing the climb uh, Mojave stuff. Uh, and then I have the XC light, which is even which is even lighter because you don't even feel like you're wearing gear. But I like to do this thing called "I've got you in my pocket." Yeah, I, I'll do one at night, and the best thing is, is the whole damn video will be black. I'll be mm-hmm. talking, and you yeah. can't even see my face. Yeah. And it'll just be black, and then I'll put you go this zip, and then I'll go rip on whatever bike I'm riding. Should have done it on the Husaberg last night. Should have. Yeah, that thing. But I, I do have a – so I have a, a Baja Designs Squadron on my 450, which okay. I love. You can still ride that bike. You don't have to ride your Husky Rockstar no, yeah, Factory no. Edition super, TPI. Super yeah. whammy thing, yeah. Yeah. Which which it has a great – it does the same thing. It kind of it, 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 uh, spots out. Or uh, it floods, floods out, and then it spots at the end, so it gives you like good good coverage right where you need to be looking, and then it also gives you that kind of way far drawn out distance for you know. And I'll, I'll tell you that's the one thing about the Baja Designs lights, and I know especially when Alan was there, he was he was 
as bad as I was about just like really concentrating on the patterns and the shapes mm-hmm. of the lights and and then like go one level more like when Moto Mine it gets them they'll like pair a couple of different lights. Yeah, I see they they that, have ones with all that kinds weren't of necessarily supposed to be paired, but it's like hey, we can get a really good spot out of this one and we can get a flood out of this one. And if you if you want to go down a rabbit hole, there's people that will do that uh, for all different kinds. So there's Moto Mine. It's on the thing. Agree. Yeah, they they said it was the Rub, Ruby Moto R7. Ruby Moto R7. That there we one go. Right there. I looked at that for one second on Taco Moto. It's and so I went, cool that 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 people in our chat kind of pipe in yeah. and give us the answers that I don't know the answers to. Yeah. This, I, so so this Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. This is the show where I pretend to know the answers, but I'll get you the real answers with the help of <laughs> all, all the, the right friends people. in the industry. But uh, good, uh, good stuff. Glad to see Moto Minded um, is paying attention. Hey, they'll have them in two weeks. They hope. I, I will hands supply, down order supply. one in a heartbeat. John can't ride for another six months, probably. Uh, He's going to wait uh, till it rains even more. Yeah. Hey, dude, so it rained today, but not here. It poured at my house 10 in, minutes north. In your, yeah, 10, 10 minutes away. Yeah. It poured at your house, Bob. Yeah, well, you live in a floodplain okay. and you yeah. always have a black cloud above you. So that should be expected. I, I do, does anybody know if it rained in the sand dunes just right over here? That's the that's the big question. Because really I will get up early in the morning for that. I'll get up real early before the sun comes out and bakes it. But yeah, so that, that Ruby Ruby Moto R seven right there. The, the reason I was looking at it was like I said, I, I already have. Uh, I think it's Squadron Pro. It's not the, it's not the big giant one, but it's like the more powerful mid sized one. There, so it's the Squadron series, and there's the Squadron Pro, and then there's the XL. Yeah, it's not the XL, not so the it's XL. Squadron I, yeah. Pro. So it's it, which I have it, and I love it. But I mean, if I'm going to buy something, I might as well try something different. And I obviously I, we've run those Macherbys ones before, so I saw right. that and went, hey, you know, it, it, it's it's in a good price point there, where you know I'm I'm more than comfortable giving it a shot and yeah, test it out. Let, yeah, let us I'd know. Like we'll to, test it. I'd like to see. We'll test it. We'll go do a head to head. Yeah. Because I've got a, I've got like three or four different versions of like the three hundred that I bought had had the stacked had the stacked the the little two two LED Baja designs right ones. so those are called again I forgot the name but half of a squadron yeah the half of the squadron uh, they're stacked on top of each other Dooldren seems like it worked pretty good hey Mark Daniels I don't care what Facebook says you're my fat, top fan it, it what what did he say to get his top fan back did he say he, something? he had also so he oh, was he, in the Facebook chat he found it. Well, Moto might have put it in the YouTube. He put it in Facebook. So hey. I don't think I don't think Mark's know that okay, Moto yeah. put it in. You get yeah, you get top fan back, Mark, because you're you're the one that invented the five T, the Tech Talk Taco Tuesday and Tequila. Which yep. speaking of that, before we get into the next phase of the show, uh, I like to pull this up here and have a little something something. I can just to show it off, huh? Well, I'm not showing it off. I'm gonna have a little sip. Oh. Uh, Matt's probably salivating over there. I might pass because I have work to do after this. Oh, that's right. I mean, I'm edit a video. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And, and alcohol just makes me want to go to sleep these days. There isn't much left. Poor George. Uh, so we're going to have a little bit of this uh, on the show. So if you're wondering what we're doing, I've just opened up the um, the sarcophagus that carries the Classe Azul Ultra Nejo. This sets the uh, chat room on fire. John, can you... Just pour me a, just a tad sarcophagus, yeah. I will say I am yeah. so. Oh, is this dead? I hope so. I don't want to be drinking anything that's live. Be careful, oh, pour, be careful pouring this because it has a funny shape and it spills. That's funny. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, You're gonna have to have a sip. Yeah, you should actually have a sip. That stuff's really good. It's so good. Like 
Like this is not your not your mixing this tequila, by the way. George would like to tell you this is a, and here's the other thing about this. If you don't know this about the Class A Azules, yeah, that's the sound of the bell. Yeah, that's what it's shaped Did like. Did someone say bell. 570? <laughs> no, it's the Husaberg 570s of tequila. It's like that mm. little, just a little, little yeah, snap of that know, stuff. Buddy. Okay. Um, okay. Bell counter has been going up a lot since the. Uh, oh, Lord. 14. 14. Well, it was it, only five it, at break or five or seven, five or six. And then came back from break. It's It's been going up. I got to talking about that headlight, and I, I ummed it up, didn't I? You ummed it up. Uh, I was, I was, you know, I wasn't confident about it. So, was it a lot? It, it was a lot of ums on his part, not mine. Seventy thirty. Who was keeping? Who was keeping track? I am. Oh. Then why did it just jump from three to fourteen? It jumped up from five to fourteen, and there's been that many ums since we've come back from break. Where's your notes? Right here. How do you? Me. So you're you're making marks. Your tally marks. Not really. Yeah. Uh, that's my tally marks right there. This is. The, I, <laughs> I update think, this live. I think he made it up. But yeah, I know he made it up. I didn't make it up. Well, that is fantastic. If I, the, yeah, the, like if you want to spend twenty eight hundred dollars on a bottle of tequila, I mean, you know, you work a lot, you got a little extra money laying around, you can buy that bottle of tequila for probably twenty eight hundred bucks these days, and I'd have no problem helping you have a sip or two. Think about how many of those rubies I can buy though. Motorcycle parts. Oh yeah, I'm I'm lucky. I have I don't good. ride that often these days, but I still love motorcycles more than most things. Oh yeah, I I, I do too. That's why friends buy me tequila, and then they want to go riding with me. Good for them. Yeah. For them. So S2. What's the S? Oh, that's the other. That's the other Baja Designs light. Is the S2. Mm. Oh, that's the 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 small stack. The one. small one. And I haven't ridden with that that much. I've I've used it to get back in. I haven't actually gone night riding with it just yet to to give it a full honest evaluation do you so, what do you have do you have one of those stacked on top of a squadron is that what's going no, on no no there's just two of those stacked two together of those? yeah and I, I think they have different flood they have different um they might have different lens covers i haven't done a whole lot of research on that light <laughs> it's that bike's really kind of been a daytime bike so far so we shall so do some nighttime bikes. we're stuff. getting if you're on our chat and here's here's the interesting thing about remember matt hey remember when we didn't have an um counter and you actually put the chat up there so people could see what we're talking about i guess i'll put that, the chat up there that's pretty easy to put up there i thought we wanted it down though so we could well, see the pretty painting well good we're done seeing ryan hannah's awesome rendition of uh former washed up motorcycle racers with the exception of ricky brabeck uh how ricky was there ricky is there but it's myself, Chris Blaze, Danny Laporte, and Ricky Brabeck. And nice. Ricky's still racing. The rest of us are all washed up, ex-motorcycle racers. I think I made this joke before, but I'll make it again. Since Dungey's back, when, when are we going to see Jimmy return to Dakar? <laughs> <laughs> he only – I'm waiting like – what? I, it would it would have been 20 years this year. It literally yeah, okay, would have okay, been – Okay, but think about it. There's, there's 12 – 20 years 20 There's years 12 year. rounds of motocross per year and only one Dakar per year. So, like, there's some ratio here that we got to come up with. Dakar has, like, it, 12 stages, right? So, it's like it's like doing 12 – Think about how much rest you can get in between those, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. they don't – they hardly race anymore. Those, they, they, now, they, they, they do these liaison. Their stages are really short. It's not like the old days when you raced. You got up, you woke up, you put your boots on, and you raced from the moment you woke up until you finished, which was like uh, yeah. back when men were few, huh? Well, it, it, we it was like oh, every day was 127 degrees. It was always uphill. You had to ride a twin cylinder bike, Both like ones. a little piddly sin, single cylinder bike yeah. 
that was only 700 cc's would barely even compete. And now they're riding like little girls' bikes. They're like 450s. Uh, it's essentially a kid's bike. I rode one of their those rally bikes, and it's it's funny because they're they're really bitching. It's it's like a it's like honey, I shrunk the rally bike, and it's really slow now. So. Uh. That's, 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 I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, if only there was a bigger single cylinder motor they could put in there with a 70 degree head. Oh, wouldn't that be a good bike? <laughs> there's, there's some videos. If, if I ever wanted, you, you know what? It, it, I, when they first, when they first dropped the Husaberg oh. 70 degree motor and where the airbox was and all the stuff, I knew right away that that would be the best rally bike possible because it already had the air filter where it needed to be you could stack the tanks on the side you know it already had a subframe that was a tank it's like if you look at a factory honda rally bike these days other than the fact that the engine isn't angled that way that's a husaberg does uh, does the berg like obviously i know that the the cylinders laid down but does it have an off-center uh crank kind of like the yamahas do mm. oh, that is really good off-center crank, meaning is it? It's not in the center of the cylinder; it's well, out of line. So, and I, I could be wrong on this. So it's, so, it's been some years, but I remember Yamaha. One of their big things was when they went to the, the backwards motor, was that they could so at top dead center, the the crank, crank is, is at an angle. It, it's it's already starting to roll down into the to the next rotation. I do not believe that the Husaberg does this. I I never really checked it. And it's kind of funny because there's like little things like that, that sometimes manufacturers don't like to just give away because mm -hmm. it's like, okay, this is, and so what that does is it reduces compression braking. It changes kind of the power delivery characteristic. There's a lot of little things that, 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 that does. And yeah. So I think a lot of the manufacturers have moved out of a, out of a, you know, a zero degree. A of center. Yeah, center. Yeah. Well, it's, it's still top dead center. It's just that the, that the, the crank is positioned out of line mm -hmm. and, and, and this is a, you know, they've been doing this kind of stuff forever. So you kind of can find these different angles that you can put the crank in. It, it provides a, you know, better power delivery. Or I know on the four strokes, the one thing they were really looking for was less compression braking. You know, they wanted to roll into turns better. And so when you come off the throttle, the bike doesn't throw a lot of weight onto the front wheel. And especially if you watch the way that, the, 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 you know, they talk about roll speed and corner speed that these guys have now. It's... They're tuning the bikes to do this, and whether they tune it with the, the engine configuration and or they can do it with ECU. We used to simply just, when I went to two strokes to four strokes, and this is back in 1986, I was racing both, but I, I was concentrating on my four-stroke riding because I knew it was the future. Don't know how I knew this. I turned the idle up on my four-stroke, and it got rid of the compression braking. So I'd start my bike up, and it idled. High. Oh, makes sense. Yeah. So, and that's all you have to do. Like, you know, you know people talk about like, you know, tuning their recluse clutch. Half of it is tuning it up a little bit. Tuning it up. So, well, we yeah. Got, we got a question about a helmet LED. Do you guys like the torch helmet LED by Moto Minded? Greg, I have not used one of those, but uh, you're going to get a, a Chris uh, Vestal will probably reply back to you. I, I I've actually I've never used the torch one, but I, I did in the past. I used the uh, the task racing ones, which are I'm sure probably close to the same thing. Another, yeah, like another company. Single LED stuck to the helmet type thing. But I, where they were really cool was I actually raced my KDX with a 
stock OEM headlight. halogen bulb and two of those on my helmet. And it was more than enough to go as fast as that thing would possibly go anyways. But it was where it was cool was it went where you looked, you know, even, even the best headlight uh, stuck to your panel bars doesn't do with that. On the early days of riding mountain bikes, we used to do a lot of night rides because everybody worked and we go on these, you know, Thursday night mountain bike rides. We all had different lights and everything. Everybody was mounting their lights on their bikes, and I was always mounting it on my helmets because for the same reason, especially on switchbacks, especially on a bicycle. Oh, it, it is exactly what you want it to do. Yeah, you, where, where wherever you look, you you have light. So so I, I think that's that's a pretty good thing. The only disadvantage I've seen with helmet lights on motorcycles is that when, you're, when your light's up high and it's lighting the dust up that, that's in front of you as opposed to being down a little bit lower – and then the dust that's between your kind of your light and you doesn't get illuminated. It, 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 yeah, it's like running your high beams on in the snow. It, it kind of blinds you. Right, the dust in front of you. So that's that's the only advantage disadvantage I've seen from from doing helmet lights. But I mean, if you if you're looking for an inexpensive way to go and you're not really you know the battery the, the battery life is crazy that's now compared so to what good. it used to be and and all this all this stuff we used to with helmet lights like on Baja a lot of times guys are running helmet lights and we just never did because. You know, we always felt if if you're relying on a helmet light, you're not going fast enough and you don't know where you're going if you if you have to look around. Yeah. So, you know, this was it's I, I wouldn't I wouldn't replace a motorcycle light with a helmet light. But I do think if you're, you know, especially if you're on a budget or something like that and a, you know, a five hundred dollar Baja design squadrons out of your price range yeah. and you can pick up a helmet light and, you know, say like even if you're on like a, a stock you can, EXC KTM or something like that. You can run a stock you can use it on your helmet light. You could use it on your motorcycle. You could use it on your mountain bike. Mm-hmm. You know, it has a lot of versatility. You can use it underneath your car when you're yeah, underneath your you car work on something. Like <laughs> no, no I, I, I love them actually, but. Okay, that's it. We're getting the torch review kit. Hey, coming, nice. coming to dirt bike test. We'll nice. figure out where that's oh, at. Heather Lewis. You know her? Ah, I met her once or twice. She got a new knee. Oh, good for her. She got it. She got a full good. replacement knee. Yeah. Awesome. But she's got probably the best advice I've seen all night, on or off. Don't ride in the dust. Just That's right. Don't ride in the she dust. She wouldn't. She wouldn't call into the show. She's <laughs> going to tell her, tell her, tell her husband how to ride. <laughs> Any word on how Ricky Brabeck is doing after his bicycle accident? Well, his bike's fucked up. Oh, I saw a picture of it. He's doing good. He's healing up. That's why. You, that's why you don't run carbon fiber wheels. They just fall apart. Well, I guess the worst part is, is when you're flying through the air after you've been hit from behind and you hear your carbon fiber wheels crunching. It's like it's like you're a professional at like slowing everything down when shit hits the fan. Yeah, he, he was describing the sound of his carbon fiber, his whole carbon fiber bicycle being crunched. As he's being punted across an intersection, so yeah, he's doing good. He's healing up. He's about ready to get back on the bike. So they've got they've got a lot of uh, a lot of testing and training coming up. It's it's kind of you know when you think about it, you know their whole season revolves around Dakar and everything that those guys do, and it's it's like you know the Tour de France just ended. That's that that bicycle race. You ever heard about it? Oh, oh, that That's looks that looks Dakar. So like the Dakar is the same thing, except they do it with like motorcycles and cars and trucks. And it's it's like how many other bicycle races can you name? I, I thought that was it. Right, I, know, yeah. oh. I thought that was the one. Yeah, so it's the same thing with the motorcycle rally thing. They're all there. Everybody's kind of focusing on that. We got a trivia question. Participate in the Dakar rally. So uh, you want to run that one there? What does Kyle want to know? 
Ooh, Kyle wants to know trivia question, Jimmy. To your knowledge, what is the most what is the most Americans ballpark number to participate in a Dakar rally on any year in history? I would say it would be last year. I would guess it would be last year, and 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 there was a few times in South America where I think they were up to I want to say six. I'm guessing six, but not like this year. No, this year there's going to be there's going to be a lot. There's a lot of guys that are going. Um, there's a there's a lot of guys that are entering into Malimoto. Uh, there's a few guys that are kind of going on their own thing, and then we have a few guys that are you know high level riders, factory yeah. riders, and stuff. So it's going to be it's going to be good. And uh, yeah, back to our lights. Uh, best with a wide pattern on a bike helmet light is the focus light. You know where that that torch light would work really really good. Where's that? Is on a fat tire Christini. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the wide pattern because you're yeah. not going to be going very fast in that yeah. thing. Can you imagine the head shake you could possibly get on that bike? Actually, I, I think you're you're trying to look at it like it's a race bike. No, okay, think of it like a CRF two thirty. No, and here's the reason. Fun. Here's the reason the the Christini just like the system in general like no, works but, yeah. as a steering damper. I'm you've, not you've letting known. this thing down. You I like that bike. Okay, I'll, but no, I I yes, I'll, I know what you're talking about with. Yeah, I'll take, I will take my Honda CRF250X Christini, and you can get that thing. Oh, cool. I'll, I'll ride it. I will ride it. Okay. I'll, uh, there, there, you know what? I'll bet you Steve would love to show that at SEMA this year. It's coming up. I think he should send it out here. He, it, we it, should ride we should, it. Well, For he, a dirt bike test, we should it, get one. We should get it. And I, I know that I know that he needs to get it out here and have it stored someplace. And then somebody needs to take it to SEMA. And I know we know some people that are in and out of Vegas. Shit, we could probably put Taco Mike, have it display it in his showroom or something like that. Does he have a showroom? Display it at Working Mike. on it. I, working on you should, she, his new place is pretty, pretty nice. I saw a picture of it. It looked like a Taco Bell. <laughs> uh, cannot confirm or deny. Yeah, I will. I'll take hey, pictures of it and ride okay, it. Okay. Oh, we'll take pictures of yeah. you. Um, I'll put them on my grinder account. It might be one of the few motorcycles I don't make with tiny. I didn't get an um out of that, did I? Yes, you did. Just a deep. So well, we're, no, gonna, no, no, it's, we're. It's not. It's we're, not true. Hey, it just hey we're going to get to our Taco Motos segment of tonight. This is Taco Motos Rooster Endo. This is the segment of the show where you send us a picture of your bike, make, model, year, and then tell us a little bit about your bike. And then we don't really judge, except that's exactly what we do, John. Oh, I'm here. I'm, we, I'm ready. <laughs> I can tell. Fired up and ready. So we we tell you what we think of your bike, what you are competing for, and it has nothing to do with where you end up raking on our rooster endo board, which is kind of like a yes or no, but based on where we put it on the scale, you can decide. Uh, George has a three-wheel ATV down on this end, and of course, at the other end, and you can start ringing the bell right now, is Jimmy's personal Husaberg 570. The most powerful single-cylinder motorcycle with the most incredible power delivery known to man. It's created more hoop-de-doos in the desert around me not from digging trenches, but by rippling the earth. Yes. Yes. Yeah. See, Matt knows this. R- rumor you, you, you've ridden behind me. I, I've I, ridden it before. Well, I know you've There's ridden it, but no. the best part is you had to ride behind me, and I was riding down a virgin sand wash, oh. and you were just hammering hoops because it rippled the earth. 
it, 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 it's like an accordion. It accordion there. He was stretching it from underneath the rear wheel and combining it and compressing it from behind. The, the, almost the funnest part about it is when you're, you know, two or three corners back because you can't run with a, with a Berg and right. a Virgin wash uh-huh. and you're still getting hit by sand. <laughs> Rocks are falling <laughs> from the outer atmosphere. I had, I had the goon visor by the time we were done with it. Cause like my visor had I, smashed down I, on top of my goggles. I know where this was. I remember this, this particular <laughs> section of the you, trail. You know, rumor has it. The real reason they stopped making the 570 is because it was altering the earth's rotation too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was riding a lot, and they said they had to, you know, they they say you have to ride a certain amount of distance this way and a certain amount that's what that way, and I didn't want to upset the alignment of the poles because I knew that was bad. Mm-hmm. But I was going like kind of more north and south. You were, oh, you're and speeding it, it up. It was kind of altering time, if you know oh, what I mean. Boy, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, the old I, Superman movie. It's it's funny as as much as you talk about your Berg and 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 truly do love it like a child. It's right. So hard to not agree with you. <laughs> Because it just it is a crazy, crazy motor. It's uh, suspension wise, eh, whatever. Yeah, suspension it, handling. It, we'll it, just throw that. And hey, have you ever worked on one? Instant endo. I, well, I've, I've, I bought one from Mojave Bob over there who literally we know he's gonna die at any moment, but he just began dying when he thought about working on a Husaberg. I've I know I don't want to work on I know it. I've put the the suppressor or that suppressor. Uh, <laughs> uh I've put the head pipe on it before. And that was like enough for me because the, the it wanders its way through the frame around the gas tank and around the other gas tank and down below the shocker. As yeah, I remember working on that one time and I was like, I, I don't know. I give up here. <laughs> Does you got any like mooses you want me to change? Like I'll, I'd rather do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But. Well, uh, Rooster Ender brought to you by Takamoto. So, you know, you're going against a three wheeler for an endo or a Husaberg for a roost. And we're not going to start there, are we? No, no, I just pull okay. up the folder. Oh. So you know how this works, right, John? I don't know, but I think I got to read something. Okay, yeah, you have to read because I'm going to start drinking. Um, you, you, all you have to do is say the name, hand me the picture so I can analyze it further, and then Matt's going to put it up on the screen. Okay, So okay. everybody can see. Well, well, and then we, we start describing the bike. So hand me the picture. There we go. Okay. All I right. kind of know what I'm looking at. We've got Larry Geiger's. Larry Geiger's. 2018 500 EXCF. Okay, and what did Larry do to his bike? Well, my production guy actually didn't give me any information on this bike, but oh, right, I, off, right off the rip, we can see it's got one of them seats on it. Oh, that's a good eye. So Larry f- didn't follow the rules very well Mm-mm. because he didn't tell us what was on his bike. But you know what we do, John, just like you just did? We can, we can uh, I call it a gear check. You just got to send a guess in there, yeah. It's kind of like what bicycle riders do, especially road bike guys. Have you ever been on like a, you've probably never been on a road bicycle ride? I, uh, I, uh, I go with some of my informal friends. Informal one, it was miserable. No, no, like road bicycles, like pedal bikes, like yeah, pushy bikes. Yeah, no, it was horrible. Like, like You know what's horrible about it is like those people are so disrespectful because you pull up and I mean, not that I'm any better, but you pull up and like you think they're going to like, you know, look at you and maybe shake your hand or something like that. No, they, they do a gear check on your bike. They, they look down and they see what you're riding. They, they just, they, they look at the wheels and they look at the cassette and they look at the cranks and they look at the bar and da, da, da. But, that's, I showed up for a road bike, and then then they acknowledge you on a 1977 Moto Cane mm. with the 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 top tube shifters, friction shifters. Oh wow! With mountain bike shorts and a brimmed helmet. Well, you, you <laughs> so you had people do a kind of a different kind of gear check on you. Yes, <laughs> I know what you mean. I've I've been there because I did the same thing, except I didn't have that kind of a cool. I 
a friend of mine worked at Giant, and he he got me an okay road bike. So I said, I'm going to go on a road bike ride. I know a guy that goes on a road bike ride. So I stood up, and I had, like, kind of baggy, floppy pants, yeah. like, you know, and uh, mountain bike pedals because they had the clips on there. And I went ahead and put my – I did have I did have some of the – they didn't have the cage around them, but I just had, like, clip pedals. Oh, the toe cage? The Biden toe cage? No, 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 no toe cages. They, they still had clips, but, like, I was wearing mountain bike shoes, and I mean – Literally, it, like people wouldn't stand within ten feet of me because they thought I it might have I might have infected yeah, them with whatever. Off on them, uh, I get it. So, Larry, is this Larry? This L- is Larry. Buddy. Larry, Larry has unfortunately it looks like he has stock tires on there right now. Which uh, those those Dunlop yeah, that scares me. And the called. only reason his bike is off the side of the road is because he lost traction and ended up there. And he decided, hey, now'd be a really good time to take a picture of my bike because even though I'm too lazy to type in the specifics. Jimmy and John will figure out that I have a seat concept seat. He probably has some Acherby's hand guards. It, it looks look, like looks like it might have an aluminum skid plate on it. Matt, can we get, can it, get that blow up for it? Yeah, we can enhance it. It, it could be it could be an enduro engineering uh, skid plate. You also have a by the way double take mirror. Hmm. Yeah, double take mirror. Hmm. Uh, check that out because that's a really nice mirror. So he's obviously got some good stuff on there, but he didn't want to tell us about. It. He's trying to keep it secret. Enhance. You know what he doesn't have on that that I see. That's that's. What's that? That I know that a lot of people like. No, I think it's a stock skid plate. Oh no, it is aluminum. Yeah, there's in aluminum uh, in reference to uh, to our good uh, buddy Cooper, who can't be here. He's got the titty tail on it. Oh, yep, the titty tail. <laughs> yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have the titty tail. He, what is he the needs titty a titty tail? a titty tail? <laughs> well, it's it's called a tidy tail. You can get it at tacomoto.co. Oh, we're talking about the the, the that fender thing. The fender thing, yeah. Those got to go. It's called a titty tail. Yeah, if but, if Cooper says it, so. it, it, but if he, luckily for Larry, if he does put a any other tire in the world on that thing, he'll get rid of that fender pretty quickly anyway. <laughs> okay, Mark and I are in no, agreement. Those no. look more like OEM handguards. Oh, really? Yeah, they're not white though. Oh, they, they are no, white. Those are OEM. OEMs are white. Was, but so I, they're orange. I don't want to bag on Larry's bike. It's an EXC five hundred. He has now, a he has a Promoto billet end cap on the muffler too. He's hiding info from us. If, so if there was ever a bike that you can show up on pretty stock minus the tires. Hey, you want to know what else he has on it that I'm seeing? What? You know that fuel filter we talked about? Oh, look, look at, that. at that. Look at the shiny one right look there. Look at that. Larry, you thought you could slide all this stuff right by. You know what you need, though, Larry? You need a Trail Tech kickstand. I'm telling you. Because that thing's got some lean to it. Oh, yeah. The bolt's already bent. Yeah. If if I'm, I'm just going to go with this right now because E... The the word E, which kind of goes to endo, is um, Wait, is the word E, the the letter E, and the <laughs> word E endo, and um, I would e effort E is for effort. There was very little effort, but yep. And so this goes right to the. I'm going endo. Okay, you, okay. I I honestly I I think it's a five because it is a five hundred, and you if you if you're ever going to get away with a bike in a bone stock configuration, a five hundred is a good spot to start. He you could, know, as far as like general dual sporting type stuff, he could have an ECU underneath this seat, and with that end cap yeah. and an ECU, this thing could be a ripper. That's what I'm saying. Not with those tires, it's not. Well, it <laughs> that thing's going nowhere. Yeah, I know. So there we because go. of the tires, it goes on the right hand side. Right on. Yeah. yeah. Trust, trust in in, a, yeah. in dirt bike test it's, and tech talk taco Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Because that's because you know even if he's got I mean like good protection, we got some seat on it, nice nice comfy seat. We thought ahead with a little fuel filter action. Hey, but, I'm the first guy to like a stock bike. 
You know this. Yeah, the tires. I'm the first, but the tire, the tires. No, there's certain things that yeah, they they really screw up with on stock. So what's our? I don't don't have a thing here. Oh, we got Cody Ryan's a 22 FE 501. Matt already jacked everything up because he blew the pictures up so big. Yeah, well, you're gonna you're gonna hurt. OBS isn't behaving like I'm like I'm used to. I'm wondering if there's an update I missed or something. Yeah. All right. What what do we got here? We got some golden tires on that bad boy. That's a good start in the right direction. Unfortunately, though, that's a fatty front tire, isn't it? That, you can see it from here. That's a super fatty. That's a super fatty. That's that's that. It, it hey, could be going that way. But. No, 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 no. Some people like these. Some people like, are wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, wait a minute. Okay. So you're going to complain about this guy for increasing his tire size by maybe 10 millimeters. And then you can look at that Christini that has a tire that's triple well, to quadruple size. Here's the thing. There's, there's other things in life that you can compare this to, but I don't think they're rated enough PG for this particular program. Uh huh. There is, you can't bump it up one size, right? Oh, you have to go 10. You either go to 10 oh. or you leave it where it's supposed to be. It can't be a little girthy. It's got to be because, really girthy. Because, oh. Whoa, geez, man. What? <laughs> Talk about the where, tires. Where I land with those fatty front tires is they amplify poor riding massively. When you're talking about anything that has rut or you know deep trench, like anything that's got a wall on it, yeah. If you're bouncing into that with a super fatty, because you've you know, oh, I, it, the, the I'm reason, not going to argue with the you. The reason you're going with a fatty tire is because you want front tire traction on hard pack stuff is usually what people go to, towards it for. Ah, uh, okay. So I, um, I, I'm just going off of what the, I think what they the go is. to it because it's a it's a trend on the internet. Probably also that, but yeah, but that's the number one because because they, they reached out on a Facebook group, and 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 some guy from Walla Walla Kazula Hala said these things are awesome and then other a few other guys and and you don't know who that guy is but he said they're awesome and it's like okay but the best thing is you actually bought it and tried it and then you make your own decision and hopefully i gotta get get hopefully you got the insight to make your own decision. hopefully you make your own decision and then you come back and provide some additional information to that post or create another post that says hey that's not how the internet works jimmy Larry told me to get this tire, and I got it, and I tried it. I didn't totally agree with them, and here's why. It, and you're not you're not banging on Larry for telling you to get that tire, or Bob, no. or, or Dick, or Harry, or any of those guys. Uh, but you got the girthy front tire, and it did or didn't work for you. I know that there's certain situations where those things work really good. I know there's a lot of old dudes that I know that actually lace down to a 19-inch and put 19-inch fat rear tires on their front. So, can we just and you you like that Christini, which had a really fat. It's different. Tire. I'm telling you, it's different. Can we just agree to disagree on this? Nope. No. Okay. Good. No, I draw my line. Now. Like I'm okay, saying, you, you drew a you, line in the sand. You either you either either go extreme. You can't even find front. a line in the sand with your big fat tire. No shot. This, this one can kind of hook up on a line. I mean, it has some hope. Like I said, it's the, not going to float over the line. The problem is when you get a tire that's just a little bit. Fat. I, I, no, no, I'm not. I'm not running with it. Anyways, <laughs> okay, back to the bike. Let's, let's carry on. We got a your mosi. Okay, so right now, where does it, we haven't even got into this? Where does this bike sit? The t- the tire drives me nuts. Okay, good. Know. Okay, so it's endowing for you. I, it, well, we'll get there. Anyways, <laughs> we've got a 720 bar clamp, soft bar clamp. I'm assuming it's one of those rubber bar clamps, center center bar clamps. Um, 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 your, 720 your bar clamp, soft. 
I can't see it, it in the photo, but I'm it, guessing it, it's one is of it those a Mako? wraparound. Is it the Mako bar clamp, or is it a different one? Wow, I, I can kind of see it up there. Yeah. He's He's got a busy handlebar setup for sure. Yeah, which I which I haven't run one of those, but I'm a big fan of anything that makes the handlebars squishy. So. <laughs> no, you aren't. Well, not 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 squishy in the sense of left and right, but like I like flex bars, and for and because I don't lose any of the precision, like the turning mm-hmm. precision and stuff. It's not like the bars start wandering in the clamps. But I I I have I personally take some issue with some of the other ones that allow it to to. I've never take some I've never run any the, that have like the 360 degree movement to them okay like flex bars you get very little front to back we we gotta we gotta get we we need to do like a bar clamp we need to really we should we should set up a bar clamp comparison yeah. like we should get like four or five of the same bikes and and just switch just the bar clamps out and yeah. do this because so we can describe it better because I, I i've done it i've done it you know but not back to back to back but i like to get a few other people that have so they have so, different tastes than i do so that actually brings me to this very next item is the xc gear spurs foot pegs yes were those the foot pegs that years ago we we were running on the ktms and they had the pe- so it was a pin that came out and then it had the the peg that slid over it with like two elastomers yes so those ones which i it's, remember we did the early development on those um we did some test them here we were helping them with mm-hmm. those last run development and everything that's that's the so that's why that makes me think that 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 um triple clamp is a mako not yeah. a umasomi so and, and i know we but had the, XC we had the same the thought process on the foot pegs and it was that i mean it, it it was nice in the sense that it was a little easier on the ankles maybe but where i didn't like it was it made the bike feel like it was falling apart <laughs> like I, my feet, you know, my your at least in in my riding, my feet are the only thing that are stuck to that thing. Good, I I'm the same way. You, you know, so right. so 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 pay, so, your so, leg, so your kneecaps down is that's what's holding on. And when you what take do you that, make what do you move. think of pivot pegs, for instance? I hate them. I do too. And and not them. I'm not saying that's a bad product. I'm just saying that for me, the way I ride, the way I control the bike, the way I feel the bike, the bike talks to me through the foot pegs. And the better I'm riding, the more the foot pegs tell me. Mm-hmm. And when the foot pegs start moving in any way, shape, or form, and I'm actually going to give the Fast Company foot pegs an, a second try. Because I, I, I also tested kind of them, helped them with a little Which bit. Which those the ones with the, the flat elastomer underneath the correct so it's meant to you know dampen vibration and kind of adjust for some shocks. And it, it's really, and what I learned in doing both of these different things is that the, the elastomer is, is very, very critical. Mm-hmm. And for me, like two strokes and four strokes vibrates at different RPMs. So they kind of require different elastomers because they, they were that you want to kind of get the elastomer that the frequency kind of deadens where the bike really kind of acts yeah. up. So when, for me, especially when you, when you take the foot peg and you give the foot peg any sort of vagueness, I lose communication. It's like putting a filter between me and the bike. Not to say that some people don't like it. And the other thing is I run the stiffest freaking boots. I run the CD Crossfires mm-hmm. with, the, with the SRS sole. So they're, they're probably the stiffest, hardest boots. They have the least amount of like dampening. But it has some dampening, and that doesn't that that the shock and stuff that I'm getting out of the foot pegs. It, it takes a really crappy bike or a bike that's been assembled or done something completely wrong, you know, over torque swing arm pivots and weird stuff to where I really get shocks in my ankles and my shins. 
but the foot pegs are, are critically important and not to say good or bad. I mean, it, it, these are, these are the decisions he made with his bike and I'm not going to, I haven't decided to end it for either the tire, the clamps or the foot pegs just yet. I know you're pretty judgy there with that tire, but let's go. What's the next product? Mm. We got a C concept C. That's a winner. Straight up winner. Uh, that like I, it, this I, thing's I, just I like fight you there. it just went up on the front. It went up on the rear wheel. Got a lot of traction. It's heading that direction. Right, C right. concept seat. Then we've got the old fast track moto decals, which I know you're a big sticker guy. I hate putting stickers on anything. Shoot, we tried to put a sticker on my on my cabinet today, and I vouch. It, it was rough watching you put it on. Uh, it was rough watching me put it on. I was having anxiety. Just sticker installation, but. I hate to say it, but I kind of like. I like it. I mean, I kind of like his his. Uh, I if if it didn't have that that strange like logo on it that looks like a H with like three blades of hair, then that's the that's the chainsaw one, right? The chainsaw one. So wait, wait. So I've heard that that's actually supposed to be the sights of a rifle because Husqvarna was originally uh, this is, manufactured. This is true. No, it's the stitching of a sewing machine. Oh, it could be the teeth of a chainsaw. It could, it, could, it could also be a lawnmower. They're almost like Yamaha. Do you know Yamaha yeah. makes competition four-stroke motorcycles as well? You probably didn't know this, John, but uh, Ooh, if you want to enter up. the victory zone, you can visit Yamaha Motorcycles, YamahaMotorsports.com to explore what's new and improved for 2022 on the YZ450F and YZ250F. has nothing to do with this Husky that we're looking no, at. No. So, but if you were part of the Blue Clue, crew you would realize that the powerful four-stroke engine has reduced unsprung weight and new suspension settings that's that's another thing is the, the blue crew program yes that's a pretty solid program if you you know if you have a i think it's two years a two-year or old or newer motorcycle oh that you can get some contingencies yeah, for contingencies for like all events you know there's a, there's a whole lot of you know, works you, moran even it supports it any do you have to them. you have to race to do that oh yeah oh we can't talk about it then but, I'm not talking about racing. I'm talking about the program. Oh, getting cash back. Yeah, you, you know, anything back is good. And if you're racing, you would definitely want to have the Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Editions graphics package. Yeah. Yeah. The best part about the YZ Four Strokes, though, this is the best part. Better than the contingency. Because if you do what I'm going to tell you right now, you will probably roost your way to Victory Circle because you use the free power tuner app. Oh, I forgot those had that. Dude, it's insane. It's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. It, you can make that motor into anything you want with the Power Tuner app. So it's the only free Power Tuner app. Is there so, is there access to other tunes on that? Yeah. So not they, just your own custom ones. You yeah, can actually go Yamaha, there. Yamaha sends some. You can send us an email, and I will generally get back to you with an, with an app. I actually kind of ask you what you want. You can't say, send me your best map. I'm like, because my best map could be your worst map. It's it's personal personalizable. You can, you can send other guys in the industry an email, and they'll send you the best map, I promise. Mm. But I, I, I actually ask a question back because – you might want something, this, you might want that. And we have a couple of different maps that we played with. Yeah, like cool. we make maps for, you know, if you kind of like Matt and you and a little, little, yeah, yeah, little, yeah. little light on the wrist. 125 so, guy. Yeah. Anyways, visit YamahaMotorsports.com today and find your Yamaha YZ and enter the victory zone. Find a dealer. Tell them Dirt Bike Test sent you. And you that's know. it. So we're, we're getting right back. Back to, back to this motorcycle. So I'm right. not... I like the graphics. You know what my motorcycle. I'm out like. on these graphics. Yeah, you know what my motorcycle. Have you seen Andrew's like. bike? His new bike. His graphics on his new bike. It's not. No. It's an. They can't even tell what brand it is. Really? Yeah, that's how good it is. But anyways, <laughs> I'm going on his Instagram though. Anyways, so you know what my motorcycles look like. 
I am a big fan of steak. Right. They're cherry. And I'm usually a pretty big fan of, of minimal, you know, I like clean lines and stuff like yeah. that. But that bike looks pretty good. He's got a Wolf Enduro sticker up there. So I'm sure he runs with uh, a radio. I wonder where, is ever, do you think he has a radio tower next to his bike there? I wonder, what's that extra wheel laying on the ground too? That's the double thick tire. <laughs> It's the next size up. Okay, so what was our what was the name of our competitor here? Uh, we got Cody Ryan. Cody, yeah, I I I like your bike, Cody. Oh, I get fat tires. All, oh, you do too. I hate the tires. Oh, but, but everything else. Okay, we'll just put it as a as a medium the, as a medium bruise the stuff there. Yeah. Okay, I'm looking at Andrew's new bike right now. Yeah. He has a good graphics package on that. That is a good graphic. It, it almost reminds me of the graphics packages you'll see around here when they're testing new cars. Oh yeah, yeah. It reminds in, me of that a little bit. Incognito, yeah. Ones. So okay, what's our what's our next our next bike? Jason, we'll get to your question here in a second. Don't oh, you let's worry. answer Jason's question. Oh yeah, we got. Oh, gosh. Let's, let's go to straight to the question. Because this is a little photo. I'm gonna have to wait till my eyes adjust to see this. Because I don't need glasses, by the Anyways, way. What's Jason? He's trying to lighten his toolkit. I, he's trying to lighten his toolkit, but Matt keeps putting things in front of the screen. Don't worry, you're fine. There you go. All right, Jason. Trying to lighten my toolkit. Do you carry chain tools and a spare master link on day rides? Yes. Yeah. I I have. I well, because you ride a lot of times, like in the few times that you ride, you end up riding with me. With you. And you expect <laughs> that I just carry this stuff. I usually, when John shows up to go riding, I usually hand him a couple things. Like, here's a bag for gas. It's usually a, a bag with gas in it. Yeah. You're, I you're wonder why. Two gallons because you're already not overweight. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's just because you know how far we're going to go. It's not going to be like, a, if John gets to go riding, we go riding. Yeah. We, we take some tours. So... I do. I carry because I actually carry in my in my in my kind of my day pack, my short pack. I carry this little tiny. It's a block of metal about probably one inch by half an inch. And it has a pin in it, screw pin on it. And it will break chains and stick chains back together. A lot of my bikes have when I'm when I'm buying when I'm putting my new chain on there, I break out a the master. I break out a the extra link. And I actually take it, and it's usually one and a half links or a link and a half, I would say. And I take it, and I fold it down so I have two end plates and the center pin, the the, the, mm-hmm. the internal link. And I fold it down. And between those two things, it's basically a little two inch by two inch. I should bring it in. I should bring it in. It's all wrapped in. It's so wrapped essentially in. A, a two link, it's, one outer, one inner. Yeah, one outer, one inner. And then I have a master link. And, and then I have my little tool and I just wrap that all. It's all in a little bubble and it's with my little nuts and bolts and it's in there in case of emergency. Some of my bikes actually have two or three links zip tied someplace on the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. So I have like, skid plate's oh, a like, good spot. like on the skid plate. I know on like on my on top, like the chain guide, like on a, on a KTM, you know, the chain guide is that that big heavy plastic thing mm-hmm. right on top of that. I lay the chain there and I just wire it on there. I just, you know, drill a couple holes through then I wire the tire and just kind of sits there. And just in case of emergency, and and I've never, ever had to use it on any bike that I've taken the time to wire those chains on there. Yep. But when I didn't, or I didn't take my tool, those are the rides I didn't. So, Jason, build yourself a little tiny, little tiny tool kit. I know the biggest Chain thing with, with toolkits people get in trouble with is they bring the same, a tool that will do the same job three times. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, like a pair of needle nose pliers will do the job of three other tools, but they'll still bring all three other tools or, you know, vice versa. Every, or three 10 millimeter sockets. Every once in a while, you should probably just leave your toolbox closed, 
open up your toolkit and work on your bike mm-hmm. out of the toolkit. And yeah, it's a pain in the ass, but then you're going to find out what you're short. Yeah. You know, when you're doing an oil change, when you're you're going to change a tire or whatever, try to do it out of your toolkit. Can I do this? What and, do I need to and, add? Yeah, and you, and, you, know, you also got to expect that, you, you know, if it eats a valve on the trail, right. you're not going to fix it. So there's no reason to bring tools to pull the head off of this yeah. thing. Yeah. You, you know, so there, there's got to be a, a point where you're like, hey, you know, you know, maybe I need to get to the fuel pump and blow in it and try and make it work again, those are good tools to bring along to, to get the tank off of it type stuff, to get the wheels off of it, chain stuff. But if it's, yeah, if I'm it's thinking, you know, depth. so I, so like I'm thinking, okay, we're just looking at the zip tie you know, fuel filter thing. Let's just say we had a problem with a fuel line. We had to clip a fuel line and these, this fitting here, you don't have those, but I have wire <laughs> and I could wire the fuel line back, you know, tight and closed. So it's not leaking. If I have to pl- pull the fuel line, uh, and, and this, like I said, if you have a fuel problem, fuel filter problem, this thing you could take out and, and clean out. You know, I, <laughs> I had a buddy. We got a flat tire. I got a flat tire. You know what he pulled out of his damn backpack? A can of Maxima SC1. <laughs> yeah, baby. And I'm like, what is this for? He goes, he goes, makes the tire go on easier. Full can, too, by the way. Yeah. Full can. I don't know if you've used that. That's some magic sauce. I use it on everything. Okay, don't talk about it because we may have a new sponsor coming on. Then we're, you know, then we can talk about <coughs> oh, oil oh, products. There, there, there's okay. a reason why I have uh, work after this. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We're sorry. working on some yeah. stuff, but it's okay. No, I, I totally agree with everything you said. That's pretty cool stuff. But imagine you're on the trail and and you're changing a tire. And he also showed me that he had this this mountain bike. It was mostly mountain bike pump. It's a it's a battery and a and a pump all in this kind of little tube. Yep, it it was all it was. Hey, I bought on. one. I went home and I bought one. And when I got home, that was pretty cool. So now I carry that as opposed to my little. I still carry the. So here's the here's the thing. If you're going on a trail ride, what do you carry? But you don't have mooses, right? In your motorcycle, is it heavier to run a moose in the front and rear, or to bring an extra tube and an electric pump? Uh, we're gonna have to pull the scale out to answer that question. This is a good question. Now, That's a good now question. Baron, Baron do you want to write a story? <laughs> bear in mind, one is unsprung rotating weight, and the other one's just attached to you. <laughs> so, oh boy! So, anyone who's ever ridden with, I, well, I, I assume I, I, the mooses only get a little bit heavier than tubes. I mean, just net net, the moose is only a little bit heavier than tubes. And you're never going to have a problem because I thought you were going to ask, you know, you're going to go on a ride and when do you carry a tube? It's kind of like, how far am I going to go and how far can I plan on riding on a flat tire? Or do I want to carry a tube? And I usually just carry one front and then, you know, you throw the front in and then you just kind of be careful and you can usually get yourself back. You might alter the course back, yeah. whatever. But that's a, that's a, that's a good I was, question. I was you know what? Strictly based on weight. We're going to pull the scale out and figure that question out if I can remember this conversation, right, Matt? Because I, I know a lot A lot of people do Put get in. really in-depth with weights. You know, Oh, this, weight weenies. This, yeah, I know. I have, I have, I have a bunch them. of friends that are like this. Yeah. yeah. Carbon They're, fiber is cool. Really we're nice. sitting there. We're sitting there at the, uh, the the you know, maybe we got done riding and we're, we're uh, in and out burger. And they're just putting down the double-double telling me that I could get titanium. Yeah. Rim locks. You know who has titanium foot pegs on their X model 450? <laughs> you do? This guy. Okay. This yeah. guy. Yeah, hey, don't we have some uh, more bikes to Roost Oh, Roost Okay, yeah. yeah. So we're going to get there. You, I has, have the little picture of that guy's bike. Has nothing to do here. with weight, by the way. 
Oh, Matt's trying to keep us to it. It's a, it's show 150. We can do whatever we want anymore. Yeah. No, yeah, we we can go a little longer. I mean, we're having a good show, so no, that's a good one. What's I don't that? know. I don't know why that happened, but all right, we, we ready for this one? Yeah, go. All right, we got, Brian, got a long list. We got Brian Ware here. He's got a 2017 Husqvarna FE501. Good, super solid bike. We got us a Vortex ECU. Is there is there a pipe down here somewhere? You can you can uh, skim through that, but hit the hit the yeah. good ones. Yeah, we just ran through there real quick. We got the Moto Mined headlight mount with an XL Pro, right? Odd so he's on he's on our page he's, with the he's with got, that. He's got lots of light, lots of light. Uh, BRP Vibe isolation handlebar mount and yep. handguard mounts. I assume those are those big giant aluminum ones that. The no, 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 no. That's the, that's the one that sits on. That's the one I have on all my bikes, on my 500s. So the, he hopefully has a Scott steering side bladder, which I now see. I can't see much except for a lot of graffiti in the photo where he parked his, his bike. Yeah. I'm wondering if he does some stunting I hope in, so. that, in that tunnel. Do you think mm, he does stunting? Maybe. I, I would. It would be fun to ride through that tunnel. And get the revs up really, really good. <laughs> you know, like like how sport car uh, like look at and, guys and, in sports and, cars. And and my my wife says he has a cool location where he shot the photo. Yeah. No, I like yeah, it. Likes the urban art. I'd have taken a picture there. We hey, gotta, it's better than taking the picture off the side of the road where your bike skidded because it had bad tires. Yeah. Yes. What kind of tires does he have? What kind of tires does this fella have? Uh, Motos. I see it right at the bottom. Moto Z. Yeah, he might have skidded. Ah, if it's that big round thing on the rear. They, they're they getting better with their tires. They're really working okay, on this, it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this was years ago, the last time I rode one of those. Right. The one that would never wear out. Uh, yeah, the thing was a absolute, made out of steel. Right. It, I, I think I ran it on a did KDX you ever, for three years. Did you ever run a Dick Sepek, like, tire? I think, remember those things? They made they made these steel-belted motorcycle tires that weighed, like, 45 That's, pounds. That was Moto Z. This Moto Z, it was, well, it was their hybrid. It was... The thing was almost perfectly round, and it had knobbies like to ninety degrees. Did I give you that? No, you you bought it. I didn't buy it, but it came on. It, it came, came on a bike. bike that I got, and it was brand new, and I still have it in my garage, and I can't wear it out. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> Not on a KDX two hundred. Actually, know what to do with it. It's, we could actually put it on a Husaberg and see if we can attempt. I don't think to so. wear it out. It might. It might be too tough. But granted, it never TerraFlex. It never grabbed traction. <laughs> TerraFlex. So. Those are the tires. Thanks, Bob. Anyways, what else we got here? Uh, we got a Moto Minded GPS mount. Oh, that's nice. A, a Garmin 700i Scott steering stabilizer. Should have got Perfect. he should have got a Voyager Pro. Then we could see where his buddies are for sure. Uh, we got some sick ass handlebar switches. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing those are little billet ones. It's like putting your stock switches on a diet. Yeah. Oh, sick ass. Perfect. <laughs> sick ass. Uh, bulletproof designs radiator guards. There yeah. we go. Heading in the right direction. Uh, a recluse clutch. Perfect. Molecule skid plate. Yeah, one of those on there. Cherubis fuel tank. Hard to get, I'm but definitely do their job. I can see this. Guessing it's a big one. Um, Taco motor wraparound fork turn signals. Is that yeah. turn signals down on the fork guards? It's it's like a little it's like a little tube that's like a LED, it's like a tube filled with LEDs and you just like they clip onto the they just onto the fork tubes and then that's where oh, your turn signals are so right. you don't have those blinkers right. that I always break off yeah I break them off every time uh, Taco Moto Tidy Tail Tidy Tail there we go right. that's, uh, yeah like I said those will, those will tidy tail themselves but it's nice to have an actual piece to make them look tidy it's nice that somebody can actually that. pronounce that on this show without getting me in trouble Heather says roost uh, no, I'm I'm agreeing. We're not even done with the with the product list. I I agree. I I'm roosting this thing. You're that's a rad bike. I, I like that it's a different 
picture. I don't think we've ever gotten a photo like this. Yeah, we yeah. got we got some fast way pegs on that bad thing. Uh, some yep. fast way kickstand. Yeah, yeah like they have a, they have a big billy uh, um, bill, uh, billet kickstand. That's a pretty nice yep. piece. Oh, he's running a tubeless system. Right. Pretty big fan of those two. And of course, the seat concepts. Okay. Seat concepts. See, I'm, I, I can't. I'm pretty sure we started the started this whole thing talking about how everyone has a seat concept seat. We And we do not pick them. It's just if you're that kind of seat concept seat kind of guy, you like to uh, you like see if concept. your bike is roosting. So, yeah, it roosts. Definitely it, a roost. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, That's a good I, one. I like it. Yeah, yeah I really like it's, the photo, too, just because it's different. No, no, if it's a good photo, it's got it's, those are those are all tasteful. Okay. A lot of money thrown at it, but yeah. definitely tasteful stuff. I like it. All right, nice. Damon Allen poor, poor, like poor, like poor, poor, poor another like, glass of tequila. Yeah. Uh, no, it's too expensive. <laughs> I'm poor. I'm too poor to do that. Did we get this submitted on Instagram? I don't have a clue. No, he he, he submitted a screenshot. From Instagram. Okay, I like it. No, 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 no. This is from his gallery. He took it, he opened his gallery and then he took a screenshot. Okay. Okay. So you didn't write much on here, but I can see that that is roughly a 2022 Husqvarna 450 and or 5. Did he not even put that? Did not put that. Ooh. But it did get a get ECU. Right. The old titanium FMF. It's desmogged and it's got a set of Fastway pegs on it. But judging by the fact that it is brand new. All right. Uh, he might not have had enough time to throw more money on it. He didn't have enough time to tell us what it was and give us more info. And it looks like he rolled it out in the park. And took a picture. It might be and across the street from the dealer. That thing is brand new. It could be across the street from those, his house. And if that was across the street from my house, you'd see some big old berms yeah, in there. Those husky uh, burnt bronze clutch covers yes. stay that color for all of 20 hours. Oh, Okay. I, I, what he didn't tell us what it was. It's a 350. You think so? It looks like a 350. Isn't there a double help, double overhead cam? Yeah, it's there? a double overhead cam in there. I can't see that yeah. far. Hold on. He didn't, he didn't even go shoot. He didn't even charge his battery before he submitted this oh. to us. Okay. Yeah, he's got barely any signal. Okay. Endo. But I know that's. Oh, really? Endo. Yeah. You like the bike? You got to follow the rules, Therese. No, I agree. I yeah, agree. if you if you don't I do if like you don't at least take the time to put tell us what you're making model. It's still a brand new husky. It's cool. Yeah, it may not be a rooster, but it's still cool. You know, what do we got here? What's oh. next? This is our last one for tonight. Just uh, oh, I know we got oh, we got a, we got boy. a special last minute entry. Yeah. Special. All right. Oh boy, <laughs> Kevin Huckins. We got a 2021 Husqvarna FE501. Huskies seem to be the theme of the night. I like it. We got I, yeah, I'm not I'm not that that's I wait, we don't have a picture of it. Yeah. Whoa. Every once in a while you drool over a bike, right? Like what's the opposite of drool? Well, no, no. So like you, you would agree. Like you look at a bike and you drool over a bike. Yeah, like that thing's sweet. Like but every time, every time Ricky's rally bikes are here. Sometimes, yeah. But sometimes you put a graphics package on your bike that looks like somebody drooled on it. Yeah, that's, that's not. <laughs> it's got the lucky sevens on it. Let's okay. Let's run. We've we've got to get ECU on this thing. Mm -hmm. Fast way tip. Guessing that is the the end yeah, tip on the like Sparker Interstellar maybe. We've got fork wrap blinkers. I don't mm -hmm. see them, but I believe they're there. That's, they're there. Those, so, those are the taco mode ones? Yeah, right you can barely see bottom it. Bottom triple clamp? Yeah, it's right on top of the triple oh, clamp. Oh, that's nice. So it's like a little rope light. Yeah, Super thing. Sano. Oh, yeah, that's nice. 
uh, oh, all from Taco Moto mm-hmm. and custom homemade graphics. Okay, that is a homemade graphics package. Is it called the Drool Kit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it looks like a Dalmatian. I think it's going to be so cool. It's It's got some kind of skin condition. It doesn't help <laughs> that that was the Huskies where they, well, they still do, but they have that blue frame that is just the most unattractive color they've ever put on a motorcycle. I actually don't hate that frame color. You're wrong. Yeah. Well, you, you and I tend to have different opinions on <laughs> looks of bikes. It's uh, just not a pretty blue. Okay, what's what? It's that's Brian. It. That's it's it. that's Brian. Up. What's his name? Brian? I forget. It's the uh, Kevin Huckins. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, we have to talk about a few, few things. Yeah. Uh, the lighting on your photo is kind of catastrophic. We got a good it, thumb it, shot too. Right yeah, now. it's got some thumb in there. Is that thumb? But I, I don't care. But the lighting is like you could have you could have at least moved it away from the bench. And you know I'm a little I'm a little everybody's trying to hide their discards and stuff like that. Well, he's hiding his old front wheel. That helmet's placement and everything is a little uh, suspicious. And he's got round tires. Look at that. Those no, look like the stock tires that no come with the KLR. I am not. <laughs> I'll have you know, uh, uh, colorblind. I, I bought a Rockstar Edition Husky. Because yes. it came with a black frame. No, you bought it because it had the different brakes. Well, it also came with Brembo's. But yeah, you I, wanted But Brembos. it also came with a black frame, and that was, you know. Okay. It wasn't blue. Hey, I, I'm not, if if that's your if that's your color palette oh, and your of, graphic style. Of all the people I would expect to say they love those no, graphics. San Felipe Bob, of course. I like the, the do, your, do yourself, do DIY graphics. So, but like I, respect for putting in the time to make your own graphics. No, good right. on him. If he likes it, he likes it. Yeah, it, it, it's his bike. Like, I just probably wouldn't ride it up the street. I might have came in a little hot with my Dalmatian comment, but it's. I want to know. I want to respect know, for making it. I want to know how you take some some sticky vinyl stuff, put it inside of your mouth, chew on it, and then cough, and they stick on your bike that good. Because that's that's what I'm seeing here. So you're not a fan. Not of the graphics package, not on this one, no. Respect for making it, but it, it, it's a little rough. <laughs> I'm not even sure what we were going for. Were no. We, the, it supposed oh, to be like oh, a oh, camo oh, design? You, you know, like, you, like I said, you, you, it, it's it's the, the story when everybody goes, what the fuck were you thinking with that graphics package? Excuse my French. That's exactly like, where I went with it. It's, it's like, well, I got this vinyl, I chewed on it. And I and I coughed. <laughs> no, have you ever seen the, the un, like all the gum underneath the desk at school? <laughs> Heather, Heather says, Jimmy, have you seen your trucks? <laughs> <laughs> That's what. Uh, which one? The one I spray painted, or the one that got hail damaged? <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't look at my own shit. That's why I'm stoked on this guy. Hey, oh, by, by the way, this, you, you're, you're this tr- guy, this guy, he rides that bike, and people are like, "There's." They're, they're, they're not even going to care what kind of gear he's wearing when they see this graphics package. Yeah. Actually, I wonder if he has matching gear. <laughs> he, might, he might. He might. He does have a, a, a visored um, dual sport helmet. Okay. And those are pretty round wheels. Those are round wheels. Good round job, wheels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Well, the there. round tires. Round tires. He's been talking to my kids in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are round wheels. Good. I, I'm not a fan. I'm not okay. a fan at all. It, what, what this, was, this is an endo. I, I appreciate his support for Takamoto. Yeah. But he should support someone like. I think he needs it. it it's okay. So this is one of those ones that you got to take it back out 
then you know reshoot it or whatever i maybe that graphics package like it's some sort of a camouflage thing maybe where he rides where he needs to like kind of duck the duck the I, I think mm-hmm. i think a little bit of effort maybe put it on a stand put it in the driveway you know yeah we kind of get on you for the driveway too the only the reason we like them in the garage is because we start like looking at your tools and all the stuff oh, you have in the background okay. yeah we kind of we kind of go a little weird on is you that, there. is that how i get to the that thing to the, that i got us i got that thing in us. okay last that. last one matt i think that was the last one Oh, you're not going to throw the. You're not going to throw the. Oh, the Christine Christini. Put the. Oh yes. Well, we don't have a picture for it, but send her uh, to the end. A picture. Of, yeah, the, for end, the board. It, endos. Mm. Now this is a roost right here. This is a roost. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So this is where I have to explain to you, you know, you guys, so morons. It's going to roost from here and, and here. There. It's a double roost. Yeah, <laughs> I, the rear I agree and the front. No, it doesn't. It doesn't roost by. By theory, it just it just does not roost. It can't roost. Okay, but theory doesn't always match with practical, like real world testing. Yeah, cool. It it's uh, so just so you know that I'm I can you know plainly say that that this is my show and I say it endos. So I just let's t- put the picture you, away and it endos. And then we'll hey, I can press these two buttons and, <laughs> and, and, and we can and tell who's show who show is. Do you know what I would really like to see out of that motorcycle? I would like to see a slightly smaller frame. An air-cooled Honda motor and their electric start <laughs> and the same tire wheel package. That would be a super fun bike to play. Like, no, like oh, you mean, like a, you mean a, like, you mean a fat cat? Oh, you mean if it was a fat cat, that oh, would be really interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, an all-wheel drive fat. But cat. I just I think the only thing that would be the downfall of that bike is that because it's a full-size bike with a 450 motor in it, you would you would go try to ride it like it was a little more wild. I, I don't know. I, I feel like maybe you'd get on it and think maybe it was a little more. Well, we'll talk. To, we'll talk to Steve and see if we can get out here and we'll figure out what we either send it do. down or. I think this would be a great. Hey, Rick Levon is really bummed out that we missed his entry. We didn't miss it. It's in the queue. It's don't in worry. The queue. We, yeah. we, we got a lot of entries. Yeah. So and look at Heather already bets that bike does well right. in the dunes. You want to ride it, what honey? Do you think about this thing? <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? I think this bike. It'd be a great bike to learn how to jump on because you have suspension oh, here you are, and no, it's suspension no, here. No, 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 stop it. No, 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 stop. no. I, here's, it, Getting it, it off the ground is going to be a little no, rough. But the, the, the problem is, is like, is like it will grab traction a lot. And when you, when you are jumping, it might grab traction at the wrong time. I don't yeah, know yeah. what it's going to do. In the I don't know. We got to test tires. it. But now we have to test it because yeah. if, it, if it jumps horrible. If you've ever jumped a three-wheeler before, I imagine it's, it's a little like vaguely that. similar to that. <laughs> And uh, Rick Levon in all of uh, Logan's glory says, sweet. sweet. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> sweet. His bike is going to be up. Yeah, you have, a, you have an extra like three or four inches of suspension travel right there. So uh, I, I, I definitely I definitely see a spot for it in my world of motorcycles for enjoyment. But jumping, it doesn't look fun. Yeah, and not a jumper. So Bob says it would he would ride it too. And Rusty Nails looks like it would tuck the front end easily. Uh, you know, it might scrub better than see, other. Yeah. See, Bob's got the idea. It's a water bike. It's a yeah, you, if you hook that platform that Robbie Madison has <laughs> to the bottom of that thing, I bet that thing would skim across a little bit of water left in Lake Mead. Yeah. No, I think, yeah. Nope. <laughs> you know. So who wins the $100? Oh, that's right. We, hey, John, this is the part where we have to make a, a pivotal decision oh. and decide who is the winner. So we go back, go ahead and call up, uh, show the, the screenshot that we can see with all the photos. The 2017 on it. So Husky. The 2017 Husky. Yeah, in front of the tunnel. Really? The best photo, but I, I, have a, I, have a, I have a hot take for my vote. Okay. I think we give it to Kevin in hopes that he'll buy a new graphics <laughs> kit. 
Uh, okay, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. What are, like, the, what are the qualifications? The, 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 Whatever we want. The, what are the, the qualifications for the hundred dollars? Is it based on how how cool it is? How much it? it roots? It's based on what we it feel kinda, that. It, it kind of depends on how much you think I really control this show because I could override everything, or you know, I could kind of okay, okay. Because there's because there's I mean, like Larry so, could so, use a so set of tires. The, the Christini doesn't get it. Uh, okay. Larry, Larry did not put any information in there. So I, nope. I kind of always no, disqualify people that are just like, they're just, they're just really grabbing for the hundred bucks. They're not putting the effort in. And, and in, in all honesty, the same thing goes to uh, Damon who unfortunately, you know, didn't really do a whole lot of effort. And I don't think he told us what kind mm-hmm. of bike it was. So we're down to the guys that follow it's the rules, the, which the is team. Kevin. He okay. put, he put his bike. It tells us what kind of bike it is, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes. it is. Uh, did Cody tell us what kind of bike it was? Cody did tell us what kind of bike. Yeah, and I yeah. like Cody's graphics. It's, it's Cody, Kevin, and, and, and Brian actually Brian. gave us a picture. It looks like he, he he took some effort and and he Brian put his full list on there. Uh, he did everything. So so it's kind of good there. So I'm like looking. Okay, they these guys. So they followed instructions. Good. They they have bikes that we seem to like. You mm-hmm. know, uh, like it or like it or uh, hate it. And then now it's down to like what we really feel about it. So I say we. Um, you know, let's just let's just give it to the husky. <laughs> well, okay then. I, I like that idea. We'll stick with that. Um, right, right. I like I like the. This was all husky week, Matt. I can't believe that you didn't like you know shuffle the bot. Bu- so whatever they order coming as the order, oh, okay. I put them on. All okay, three. You of did them. say you were going to do that. Yeah, all yeah. three of them need to buy tires. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You you think so too? Yeah. So we can't use that. Hey, did did the did the guy last week reach out to us because he got double double dipped? He got an extra hundred bucks from Rottweiler Performance last week. I believe he reached out. He reached out and got that. That's pretty cool. Well, hooked him up with Takamoto. I don't. Yeah, I, I get really the email thread. Make sure, yeah, make sure you get him hooked up. So, okay, we're back here. I, man, I'm kind of I'm kind of impartial. I like Cody's graphics. I like Brian's photo, and I feel bad because I roosted so hard on Kevin's graphics. Yeah, but he could have at least pushed it out of the garage, take a photo. Yeah. Okay. So if we're going to go down that avenue, I think I feel better about roosting on his graphics, but his graphics endo. Mm, you're you're right about the. I was all in. I, I did. It was kind of like kind of like I felt bad. Wanted to give it to Kevin. Hopefully, he gets a new graphics kit. But. Since he is but in the garage, him, that's a good point. He made them himself, though, so he can make another set. He can't make another if set. If he made his damn graphics, he'd put his bike out inside on a stand or something like yeah. that. Or uh, yeah. Give it to Brian. Brian. Most unique photo of Brian, this mission. It's, it's, it's a good photo. He put some effort into it. Yeah, my wife liked it, so I won't at least have to argue with her about this. Yep. And, so. and, I mean, he... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go there, Brian. He put the Brian. effort in. Yeah, Brian Ware, uh, reach out to Matt. Uh, get back to us. Matt at jimmylewisoffroad.com. Do not reach out to me on Facebook. I do not check that. I do not check my Facebook regularly. Uh, it is not the best way to get a hold of me. Yeah. So get us back at the uh, on the emails and stuff, yeah. and we will uh, get you hooked up with your gift certificate. Thanks to Tacomoto. That's tacomoto.co. You can go there for all your needs, just like Big John here did. Yeah. He went down there and went down the rabbit hole of finding cool stuff that he didn't even know he needed. And I now. And I'll tell you, I, I, so I don't, I don't know where you stand on outside advertising in no, your, it, your podcast, but I actually originally went to Taco Moto to buy a fundraising shirt for Gary Smith for his ISDE. Awesome. Yeah. So it's, that was kind of originally what, what kind of rolled me towards that. Cool. Uh, rolled me towards that. And then I just kind of stumbled down looking at other stuff, but that's, that's pretty cool. Hey, 
and, and uh, for all you guys that are uh, on, you know, going through your fundraising, your ISD fundraising and stuff like that, if you want to call into the show and uh, talk to us a little bit about it, I, I had to get Jerry to get his uh, his uh, Fock U team to mm-hmm. call into the show. We don't talk about racing. I'll just have to keep shutting them down. I'll just like let them list off their sponsors or whatever. Right. And then and then I can tell them how I used to change tires to get my money. I didn't mm-hmm. ask. I didn't beg for it. I went out to the events. Uh, that I was racing. Actually, I did beg. I sent out letters to District 37 clubs. Mm. I said, it was this is weird thing where you actually, you would type or handwrite out a letter and you put it in an envelope and you put it in the mail and you'd send it away. Right. But, but where does it go from there? Well, I don't know. It's kind of like the internet. So it wasn't really a bunch of tubes, but the postman <laughs> took it and he took it someplace. And then oh. and, and actually a couple of clubs came back and supported because we were kind of, yeah. District, I was a desert kid, and yeah, but, but, motor, but motorcycle I generated school, a good portion. Actually, I probably drew more attention to what I was doing by showing up at the races and said, Hey, I'm gonna go to ISD, I have to change my tires every day, I have to learn how to do quick tire changes. Let me change your tire for a donation. I think I was charging like five or ten bucks to do a tire out in the desert. Yeah, I did right a right. lot of stinking tires, and then and then guys would go back to their club and they'd hear about the letter or something like that. They go, Yeah, the kid was pretty cool, and uh, it still cost me a little bit of money to go there, but. That's the kind of stuff, you know, think about it. Think about, you know, you guys are, if you're going to ISD or you're good ride in your area, do offer to do like a fun, uh, um, a, like a training. Like I'm now I'm tripping over my own thing. Like, you know, go do, go teach a little bit of riding schools, teach some training, yeah. have a, have a fun grass track, you know, that you can have guys give them, tell them, tell them what ISD is about, you know, do some. That's yeah. We, they did a, they did a ride day on Saturday out in the, the believe it or not, there's actually a motocross track out in uh searchlight. Okay, but it's a private one. But they went out and did some, did some cool stuff out there Saturday. You know, barbecue style. Awesome. Deal. And it's it, you know, and that's such a better way to go about it than to just make Beg, it go yeah. uh, make it go fund me. That's the absolute worst way. I'm not. I'm not going to. You're donate. old, John. That's the new way. To do I it. know, but I'm not going to donate to anyone that goes. Hey, I'm trying to do this. Give me money. Logan's like, not. Logan's not going to charge you to do his kid. He's just going to set up a GoFundMe. So that so that he can get money to watch he's your young. Kids. He'll send me a Venmo bill or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, hey, we received a hundred messages today. Those congratulations, everybody, for participating in the show. Uh, the show is brought to you by Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company, Seat Concepts, and Bulletproof Designs. We like those companies. They support us. Uh, sure. We definitely want you to support them. They're helping this free information go out over the internet. And, you know, if you, if you don't like what you're hearing, if you don't think it works, uh, just remember what you paid for it. Yeah. You can also <laughs> call in and talk to us. You can call it, in and know? talk to us, you know, get your questions yeah. ready when you're, when you're struggling you with something inside. or if you want to make your bike work better and you go, I wonder how I can get an answer. And this is, this is something I wanted to roll back to is I had a, a talk with, um with Mike Spurgeon, taco Mike. I called him this week because he has the EXC that we're broadcasting on that group right now mm-hmm. live and, and the, the FE EXC kind of, what is it called? Performance group or owners group. Uh, EXC so FE performance group and tech talk. Yeah. So it's, it, he had, he basically has a group where people kind of ask questions and they, they get a lot of answers. And aside from some of the answers are mediocre at best and, and, and of a certain amount of like, just it's, it's just like, oh, buy this or buy that or throw this on or, you know, do this other stuff. There's a lot of guys there that really know what they're talking about. You can tell that they're techs. You can tell that these guys are have a lot of time on bikes. And I, I said, you're out there and you're fishing for answers. You're saying, hey, I'm thinking about doing this or I've got this bike and it's doing this. 
and you get, and I look at it and there's 85 responses. I don't have time to look through 85 responses, but every once in a while I'll just say, okay, I'm going to look at them all and I'm going to read all of them because I like the group and I want it to be productive. And I read through and I I just want to probably want to punch 35% of the people. (laughs) My bike did that exact same thing and it was the ECU. The other people, the other people, I, there's a, there's another 35%. So, so now we're up to 80%, but you know, so there's the other 35%. I'm like, yeah, those guys are talking too much. And then there's this, then there's this 20% that's actually pretty thoughtful or people that know exactly what they're talking about. And they say, Hey, have you tried this? And a lot of it involves that person, especially if they're a later commenter to go through and read mm-hmm. all the ones. Cause they're not just saying the same thing over again. They say, Hey, I, Oh, that one, that worked. And cause sometimes the guy in the post says, Oh yeah, I tried that. It didn't work. I tried this. It wasn't that. Or in his original post, he explains exactly what he did. I did this and I did that. And then three posts down, it's like, oh, did you check this? It's like he said in the thing that that's one of the things you check. So it's like you you want to just spit out your comment and you didn't. If you want to do that. Hey, make, my bike doesn't idle. If, if you, if you want to do that, make your own podcast and then say whatever you think. I know a guy that did that. I worked out all right. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so get down there. So I said, hey, if you're one of these guys that posts and you get some good information, please, please go in there and put, you know, problem solved, edit your post and put problem solved or repost it and say, hey, I had this one. All you have to do, it's really easy. Copy your text. I had this one. And here's this guy that gave me this great advice. And this was the answer. So we don't have to read 85 comments to get all the way down. And usually the, the answer is like midway because the problem gets solved. And then 16 yeah. other guys go, dude, you should have bought this or, or, or your KTM is a piece of shit. Should have bought the Husky. It's like, okay, yeah, you know everything, but that's not what we were trying to get. But take the information, take the question so that, so that guys that are really trying to, to, to hone their craft so they can, you know, when it happens to you, which a lot of these are so such weird, unique things. It's not a, it's not a crazy problem. You you, you kind of know the answer. At least you have a if this then that. I oh this happened. Then I'm going to try this. Then I'm going to try this. Then I'm going to try that. Just like the yeah, guy. Usually usually the guy's already he's he's had the problem. He tried this. He tried that. Now what do I do? Hmm. And then somebody comes along and says, I tried this. I tried that. I did this and it fixed it. Yeah, it's the, it's the it's it's the build up to the problem solving. And, and unfortunately, there's a lot of people in this world that, you know, didn't grow up with fathers that were mechanics or didn't grow up being mechanically inclined or you know, or they're just they, now or they're just now getting into they it. Get in, you buy not. a bike that's so amazing that nothing ever goes wrong with it, and then all of a sudden you don't clip your damn fuel line back together. Uh-huh. And then your bike doesn't run. And you're like, piece of shit. <laughs> it's like exactly. it's like it's like uh it it worked perfect up until you know, I took the tank off and now it doesn't work. And like, it's like, you didn't put the clip back in the yeah. gas tank, but But whatever. you know that because, you, you know, <laughs> A, you grew up when, when a bike stopped running, you had to go problem solving from fuel and spark and, and intake and all this type of stuff. And you had this carburetor to deal with. And it was, it was very mechanically, you know. Everybody should have to buy a kickstart Chinese bike that's going to break, and then you're going to have to source parts by scavenging it off of <laughs> models that that, that no longer exist. That would exist. definitely build your your baseline yeah. for working on bikes, you know, tremendously. But but that's the thing is, you know, like you said, anyone who's buying a new bike, even within the last ten years, 
are pretty problem free for lots and lots and lots of miles. Yes. You know, they're crazy. So, I mean, they're crazy reliable. And the stuff you see on a lot of times on the internet, those are the one percenters or the five percenters that have some issues. And yeah. And for, 90, 90. Five percent of the time, it's like, what was the last thing you did to your motorcycle? That's going to tell you what the that's, problem. Yeah, that's the thing is like, the, and hey, Mark, Mark, Matt, on your book there, mark down Rick Levon. You know when his thing comes through on because he, he just said happy one fiftieth. I like that, so it, it's just going to slide it up har, higher into the roost thing. You know, I like that guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, sure. so so anyways, so so my so my rant is my complaining is if you're getting free information off the internet, contribute back. And and put the problem in the solution yep. so that we can all see that your problem's been solved and give credit to the person that gave you the proper advice and just ignore all of the ding dongs. Don't get in arguments with the the guys that are that are out there uh, doing doing stuff because it just it that's a lot of times whether they're trolling or whatever that's what they're trying to do. And I, I you know I know the internet's going to drive the price of everything down to zero, so I'll never be able to make a living. But uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna have to go get a job like you, John. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. You know, that's a bummer, buddy. I really, that really sucks. I, Anyways, hey, I'm off tomorrow. If you want to go riding, if if it if we can figure out where it rained, if we figure out which direction, right it rained, in the middle of town, we can't really ride in the middle of town. I mean, we can because it's prompt, yeah, but like right I, in my driveway, there's. I'd like to if if water. there's a place where the sand washes flowed. I I'll look at the weather radar. I'll do a scan on the weather radar. I can do this, and if it comes up, I'll give you a call in the morning because I would like to go riding too. Hey Matt, thank you for uh, producing the show. Sorry, mm -hmm. I put you to sleep. It's all good, Bob. Thanks for the job. pizza tonight. Remember, you bought pizza. Oh, about that. Do I owe you any money? Yeah, forty dollars okay. and five cents. Forty-five. Forty dollars and five cents. Forty bucks. Okay. okay. So uh, I might be able to uh, to figure out cut open. Pull, do we pull that out of the tip jar or? No, I'm just going to cut open a mattress. Oh. You know how it works around mm -hmm. here. Logan, thanks a lot for babysitting. He he probably th is thinking thank you. It's just hard for it to he go might from just his, let him out the door. From he head. hasn't even dealt with him in the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> They're just out so, there running amok. So uh, hey, everybody, uh, all the viewers that are watching this live, if you're listening to it on the the podcast, uh, thanks for joining in. Support our sponsors if you can. Click through our Rocky Mountain links. If you're going to go buy something on Amazon, like a you know split unit swamp cooler, maybe a giant TV set, we'd love mm -hmm. for you to click through our link there. Oh, Tony says. Yeah, rain up Wheeler's Pass. Okay. It's even cool up there. Yeah, I, I have no problem going up there. It's to be pretty good. So uh with that, are we we're probably gonna come back next week. I was I was planning on it. Like I, I my Tuesdays I pretty much book all like block off my Tuesdays for this. So that's, that's good. I'm I'm uh I, I know I gotta go riding pretty soon on a on a, like a week long journey. Yeah. So you looking forward to that? I'm looking forward to well, it. Well, we have some beginner bikes for a project to put some time on as well. No, I'm not going to ride beginner bikes. I'm going to take I'm a gonna, fat tire. <laughs> no, I'm going to take, I'm going to take my KTM 300 with TPI that doesn't have an ECU on it. And well, I haven't, for a week? I haven't adjusted the idle screw and I don't even have a 90 degree freaking thing on the intake. And the, oh, but do you have a head? You got to have the high compression. No, I don't head, have a right? high compression head. But you know those things don't have any horsepower without the high compression. I'm fully aware of the, all that stuff, and I'm really going to ride my bike. And you know what's funny about mine is mine's old enough to where if I actually ride a few thousand feet up in elevation, if I don't stop it and start it, it actually doesn't calibrate really? properly. Yeah. Huh. 
<laughs> Not like yours. It's all 20, I've, 22'd out. I've heard that those new or those old fuel injected two strokes are so slow <laughs> that they're actually unrideable. Okay, without, tomorrow without we're going to do a roll parts. on and we'll talk about this. And if okay. I lose, I'm going to go back with my tail between my legs. And you're gonna I'm going to grab George's my Husaberg. I'm going to grab the Husaberg, start ringing the bell. And then you're just all you're going to see is tailpipe, bro. So everybody with that. <laughs> hey, thank you for joining in and we will uh, see you on the trail. John, good to have you back. Cheers. Good night.